What is going on, everybody? It is episode 362 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name's Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? Hello, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. I guess it's not that much of a surprise now that we have the PTZ, but Dane is back today. Hello, everyone. I was just out getting some cigarettes. Yes, you decided to come back after all. Went out, yeah, some yeah. cigarettes, a gallon of milk, and... Uh... and never oh, I, I forgot the gallon of you milk. Did come back. I might go get it later afterwards oh, afterwards okay. yeah there you go there's that's actually one of my like my favorite subgenres of instagram comedy that might be the most like father leaving their yeah, children like, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a whole subset of people who make comedy based on like you know just dad leaving why is it always you know? that <laughs> there's no other excuse i uh, it's it's always cigarettes in milk or cigarettes in beer yes. dude bread navigates the darkest areas of the internet <laughs> the stuff i send dane is amazing he sends me some memes there i'm, I'm like how is this legal <laughs> <laughs> it's it's what I, it's what i do best is is uh i parse through all of the internet and find you the, uh, the one i sent you the other day wasn't that bad i was surprised the the, the ash ketchum rap song you you were like yeah. what where the hell do you find this stuff it's not because it's unsavory it's because it's like Where's it coming from? Uh, yeah, it's like the, the person that did this has a manifesto as well, you know? Well, that, I mean, it's I just, just waiting. Like stuff like that reminds me more of like the days of old on the internet when you saw a lot of, uh, oh, we got a $20 one right there. Decoy, Decoy voice. voice. Thank you. Said here's to another great episode. Yes, my friend. How you doing? Hope you're just doing good. Thank you, Decoy. Yes. Uh, like for, for me, like for a lot of stuff, it reminds me of the old days of the internet, especially of YouTube, where it's like, have you ever seen the, there's an, an amazing YouTube animation that somebody made for the Weird Al song, The Night Santa Went Crazy, where he animates like Santa Claus basically going on a, a mass uh, spree where he takes of out everyone. Kind. Yeah, so he takes out everyone at the North Pole. <laughs> um, and a guy just did a, like a animation of that. Like that's old, You would think it would be YouTube. a rogue elf. Yeah, well, you you think? Well, no. The the ones the elves that survive in that song all end up working for the postal service. That's were you the, were you guys oh. savvy of YouTube before it got bought by Google? I had I had YouTube in two thousand five. Dude, it freaking ruled because for like two weeks, every time a movie could could come out, like you you could see it on YouTube. Yeah, it, it didn't have like the software to like take it all down automatically. <laughs> it was bought in what twenty ten? I don't remember. Around so, earlier, like earlier. Yeah. around that time. But yeah, like uh, because back in the day, we used that's how you know skating edits were like some of the first type of things that went up on YouTube because it was a place where you could host videos if you didn't have a website. Because back then you had to have a web. Like you'll never understand the days where you had to have like a QuickTime link to a website if you just wanted somebody to see your video on the internet. <clears throat> it was a long process. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. We're gonna talk about Jonathan Majors he's back and they have done the they've got the break glass in case of emergency excuse ready for this trial as lawyer is crying racism um, I actually do have a, a few general questions right I don't think it's an unfair thing to ask questions on but the lawyer's not looking to be fair the lawyer's just looking to change public perception by playing the race card so we'll talk about that chelsea handler is unfortunately back in the news and unfortunately that requires us to watch a video which means that uh, i will give you guys a um a warning before it's not we put a it trigger on warning it's a trigger warning no no chelsea handler wearing <laughs> less than a full bodysuit is a trigger warning like, okay she's a good looking woman though i'm gonna i'm gonna pass she's good looking but she is annoying no she's annoying looking. like the two things can exist at the same time this is just like our brie larson debate not yes. not in this no it is not. especially mm. with milk toast and white blonde women you know there's she is not good looking i i, I protest 
and AOC not too much. Is, okay. AOC is good looking. No, I mean, AOC she, is good looking. I agree with that. Chelsea Handler is not. Chelsea Handler is not. They all end up agreeing with me in the end. You will never. You will never. She's just subjectively a good-looking woman. No, she's not. Chelsea's. I'm saying no. All right. I'm putting my foot down here. All right. Okay. We'll talk about this. Brett would not. I I, I will not. Uh, We're we're going to talk about it today. We are also going to talk about Elizabeth Holmes. She is back in the news. She's facing an 11-year prison sentence, speaking out for the first time in six years. So we will discuss that. And also, we are going to talk about influencers in. France are now going to have to worry because they're gonna, the government's cracking down on them. They're going to regulate the influencers out there. Isn't that crazy? I'm happy about this. Very, very happy about that. Uh, less gambling yeah. ads, please. <laughs> yeah, less crypto, less gambling ads, and, and less makeup. Uh, well, what are the other? What are the other big ones? Crypto. You can't you or no? You have to disclose the use of filters on any posts that are ads. Um, you have to give warnings for gambling and betting advertisements totally reasonable um yeah especially because those are a lot of the times aimed at children i feel like half the ads i see Um, on twitter are gambling site ads with like charles barkley and and other people in them me too Uh, right yeah we're we're gonna get into it i've seen like even mainstream celebrities doing it yeah Yeah. well charles barkley was a mainstream so he was a pro basketball player back in the in the 90s but like more like young celebrities too yeah Yeah, they i mean and they're they have way more influence i think nowadays too with the size of their social media presences so we got a bunch of stuff to get into and i've got quite an extensive list of little things i want to cover first so if you guys are ready we will get right into it mary are you ready yeah dane are you ready yes now that you're back with your milk and your yeah. Not the milk. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta go get out the milk. <laughs> okay. I have the cigarettes. Right. We're going to get right into it, guys. So uh, Hannah Claire is not here today, and that is unfortunate because I sent her this article the other day, and it says, this company is offering $1,000 to watch all the Fast and the Furious movies. She could have been monetizing this whole process the whole yeah. time. Isn't that insane? It's not too late. Nope. Um, I want to do it. You should. How do I sign up? So, uh, well, you've got till May 19th, uh, and basically they're setting this up. May because, 19th, I have 10 days, yep. one movie a day? Yeah, well, I, I think they want you to watch them all in a row. So it says, we're looking for <laughs> someone We're looking for someone to watch all 10 Fast and the Furious movie franchise uh, franchise movies. That's more than 20 hours of NOS-fueled saga during which you'll track damages from all the cars. This is from a company called Finance Buzz. We wondered what would the kind of driving Fast and the Furious movie type due to your auto insurance costs states uh states the statement <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, i didn't say that they said that to find out the company is compiling a list of movie accidents they want to see if the number of wrecks in these actions has to has increased or decreased over the course of the franchise you know what it reminds me of um honest trailers uh does the thing where they do where they like list what the injuries would be in a movie like every time somebody takes a bad fall they have like a doctor be like broken tibula broken fibula like cracked ribs and then they like total up like what the insurance like what the medical costs would be for all of the injuries and movies and stuff like that and damage reports uh so you have to sit down and watch all the (laughs) movies at once i mean are they providing you the adderall to do that like it's i don't think is that implied No, I, I maybe it's just maybe it just has to be done by. You have to day. soil yourself. This was yeah. ri- did, definitely written by ChatGPT. Yes, it says this is a U.S. only deal, and if you are a movie be- a buff, particularly a Vin Diesel movie f- buff, fill out the form before it expires on May nineteenth. Do you so. have to be a first time watcher? 
Uh, it does not state you have to be a first-time watcher. Right, you should do this. It might even be easier if you've seen the movies a number of times. Like, you, you've already, you're like, oh, I remember that accident. I remember that accident. You should definitely do this. I mean, I, my, my views have definitely fallen off as the movies get. Like, I've only seen eight and nine once each. The rest of them I've seen a oh, bunch well of Oh, well then. Like, <laughs> the, the last one I saw is the one, the, the last Paul Walker one. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Uh, it goes downhill at eight. It's oh, just, really? It. It. Yes. Does it? Yes, it does. <laughs> it, the, they're not great, but they're they're worth seeing in the big screen. What about Cocaine yeah. Cub? Uh, I I can't wait for all of them. Yeah, okay. yeah. All the cocaine movies. It's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be great. Uh, all right. Uh, and a couple of other short announcements here. Daredevil: Born Again has been put on hold because there is a writers protest going on right outside in front of the studio. So they suspended in front of Marvel Studios. In, uh, well, uh, I don't know if they're filming at Marvel Studios per se, but wherever they're filming this okay. offsite. Question: are, so, we pre- are, are we pretending that we care about that one? Uh, the writer strike uh, that the um, worst, most untalented people in the nation people, want more money. Yeah. To write, and this show Daredevil: Born Again, which we're not excited about. No, that, that, that I've had the excitement literally drained out of me because of how much I love the original Daredevil series. They're writing the equivalent, the literary equivalent of like non-racist baby, but like on yeah. television. Yeah, kind of. This is kind of, of what we wanted. Yeah, yep. it makes me sad. Uh, and also, Hogwarts Legacy passes a billion dollars. Damn. Damn, dude! In only a couple of months uh, of being out. Like three months of being out. Transphobes are loaded. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I I don't know if anybody should be buying something just to own the other side. Someone literally did that and bought it for Dane live on air. Yep. You know, <laughs> um, I haven't played it because no. my computer can't handle it. You got to write really? it. Really? Oh. Yeah, my computer sucks. Yep. Um, Oof, there's some there's some spicy comments in there in the, in the chat there. We're not addressing those. Um, okay. <laughs> So a billion dollars in just a couple of months and now the TV show's coming out, you know. I, I'm more weary of that TV show the more I think about it because I don't know how they're going to get those kids done with that show before they all turn, you know, become adults. Do boycotts actually um, mobilize the opposite side to no I, I mean support but like is screwed right now because they like walked back what they said and now both sides right hate them. exactly like, yeah. I saw, like there were trans activists on twitter literally saying uh bud light isn't actually uh being sincere yeah. they're they said they were sorry so we're not going to support them either well you know one of the problems with that is like a lot of people have been tricked in, and this goes for both sides have been tricked into believing that these companies these mul- these massive companies actually support your values do you actually think that anyone at budweiser really cares about flying the american flag i don't i think I, it's a company that has a brand that they're selling you when they put out that non-apology word salad pr statement mm-hmm. uh I can't believe anyone was shocked. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked that they're shocked. That yeah. that was an insincere, woke gesture in the first place. And both sides should be, both sides should not be looking for sincerity from these companies. They really shouldn't. Dude, you know what? What, what I, I fear, I feel like I could have predicted that whole situation instantly. Got a $20 one right there. Guitarist Gabe. Someone super chatted Timcast IRL last night asking for Wendigoon to go on IRL, and I agree. Plus, I am once again asking the PCC gang to get Wendigoon on the show. Love the show. Keep up the good work, guys, and Ghost Girl. Uh, I, we're gonna... We were actually just looking into that Who's last that? Uh, night. YouTuber. Um, uh, I've been talking, I, I'm talking quite a bit with Aiden Mattis these days, and the hope would be that we can get Wendigoon on here at some point. It would be great to have He's him on. He's notoriously hard to reach. Yes. So we're, we're working but on it. how about you guys 
Go tell him. Yeah. Also, guys, I'm always happy. Like, one thing that I'm always looking for is suggestions for people who they think would be great to have on here. Mm -hmm. uh, Lore Lodge was one of those suggestions, and we had a great time talking yeah. to, to Aiden. So if you guys have suggestions on who you'd like to see on here, who you think is a good fit for this show, just remember the format. Uh, throw those names our way, and we will look into it. So, Dane, you were saying. <sighs> Dude, Don't I, you hate that? Yeah, I have no idea. It, it, it's the hardest. Oh, yeah, the, the Bud Light lady. Yes. So... I, I knew it was gonna go south because every time I'm with I'm working with a woman that's in advertisement and they have to market towards women, they do the most condescending stuff possible. In what way? Every time you know, all, all the sexist remarks for women, like no one executes them more on the nose than women themselves. Can you give me an example? Um, well, I mean, literally the partnership with Dylan Mulvaney is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. here's this cheap that, imitation of you yeah. because you're such a clown. No, they'll be like, <laughs> I, I bet the board meeting was like, well, this is all women care about nowadays. They'll eat this like slop and I mean, we're trying to sell this beer to women. The, the recording of her was more like, we need to ditch our... Uh, racist frat, frat boy uh, yeah. fan base and move on to something more mature and refined. Because women like butt light. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I... Women don't even like beer. I know. They hate it. Period. But like... Well, it's just IPA or something. And the, and the ones that do, they put on the freshman 15 very quickly in, co Oof, in yeah. college. Uh, um, also, what, what was the other thing to say? Like, do you think that for... Whoa. Um, wasn't there a dress company, like a, a famous women's dress company that just had a man do a bunch of their uh, dresses? That was the Anthropology did yes. an ad with a man who modeled all of their dresses. And now yeah. they're getting backlash. Yeah. It's like nobody can And that just... I wouldn't have expected because the, the clientele for Anthropology is just leftist white women. Was well, like, Anthropology the, like, the guy that's like, I'm Mother Nature? Uh, I don't think so. It's not. I mean, it's. It was just an ad with coming. music. I, I just oh. an article that I that I oh. that I came across at a certain point. So, all right, I got a couple of other ones here. This first one really bugs me. It's about a show that got canceled called SWAT. Okay, this is a show that stars Shamar Moore, and it got canceled after season six. And the thing that I was when me and Mary were talking off air the other day, I was like, nobody is more willing to tell you that you're not allowed to like something than people on the internet who think like a TV show you like sucks. Mm -hmm. Because I I watched the thing where I follow a bunch of these accounts like discussing film they're very neutral and they're you know they just give updates about what's going on in entertainment and I like the comments it was like everyone came out of the woodwork to be like nobody cares your grandpa doesn't your grandpa's gonna miss the show and no one else and it's all just people being dicks to people about like stuff they like because it's a boomer show on CBS you're the grandpa I'm the grandpa I mean I don't watch this show but I love Shamar Moore in, in Criminal oh. Minds but the point is is like okay so it gets cancelled before season 7 and then and the outcry for it to come back is so great that they pull that they bring it back within a day for wow. so to, it was just a publicity stunt no, all well, along no, they, they never only, planned to cancel it they're only bringing it back for 13 episodes so it's not wow. giving a full season seven but you can understand it's why longer it get, than most seasons on netflix these days it, well it's network tv so it's about yeah. half of what they would that's they, like they, community yeah so so the problem here is that like look Okay, so they, they cancel it, likely because of the writer's strike. Like a lot of things that could get, re that might have gotten renewed or would be on the edge right now, of like maybe it'll get renewed, maybe it'll come back. They're just axing because of the writer's strike. In this case, they ax it and then the outcry is public and, and they bring it back. But it was what bugged me and what made me sad was Shamar Moore's take on this is he brought race and diversity into it. Mm -hmm. And he is in the past, at least as far as I remember back in the day, he never went there because he's 
because it wasn't trendy. It was well, and, and, well, and he's he's mixed race. His 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 a black. His dad, I believe, is black, and his mom is white, uh, or the other way around, right? So it's like it never seemed like it was that important of a thing to him. And to see him then use it in the what he says is he goes SWAT got canceled. It makes no sense. Look up the articles. Read the articles. We're the best show on Friday nights at eight p.m. for CBS. Uh, we, for the last two years, we've been killing it, Morris said in this video. He did a video talking about it. He goes, us and that fire show, the fire show that comes on right after us. They're talking about fire country. And respect to those brothers and sisters, respect to them. We've done nothing wrong. We did everything that was asked uh, that we were asked for. And let me tell you the truth. We're diverse. Did you know I am the only African-American male lead on network television? Not streaming, not cable, network television. I'm the fact? only African no male way. lead on, on, on television. He continued, before people bringing up NCIS LA and that, L, that LL Cool J does that BET show. BET exists. But he's talking about network television, so he's talking about not cable. Right. And he is he's okay. technically for the most part. Right. But what he's what he's wrong about here is We're that Hollywood hands. Hollywood went woker. There are three black women leading network television shows. Uh, Niecy Nash, Angela Bassett and Queen Latifah all lead network television shows. So the woke train yeah. passed the rest of them. Uh, so that's a problem. And I just it bums me out that he ended up bringing this into it because then he goes on. He says he went on to call SWAT the most diverse show on CBS as if that's what pays the bills. It's not what pays the bills. I'm sorry. Saying that the network was getting a lot of flack for lack of diversity uh, when they hired him to front the series. That is true. It's CBS, which is literally of all. If, if all of network TV is for your grandpa, CBS is for your great grandpa. That's that's pretty <laughs> much a, a fact of the matter. He goes, if I post this and I think I might, I will get in a lot of trouble with CBS because I'm calling them out because they've been wonderful to me for the 26 of my tw 29 year career. So they've been nice to you for almost 30 years and you don't get your way one time and, and you, you make racism. a video and you cry racism. He continued, he's complaining that he's the man. But to, to abruptly get told you're canceled when you led us to believe last week that before this, there might be some semblance of a season seven, at least to say goodbye, if not continue, and then abruptly be told you're done, there's a lot of politics. He's blatantly ignoring the writer's strike. And he's, and he's kind of tacitly admitting there that they were already considering possibly either cutting it back, right? Mm -hmm. But he brought race into it, and I, I hate that. Like, he didn't need to do that, and he did, and it makes me sad. When people play that card, I don't feel bad for them anymore. I, well, yeah, and I, and I do. Like, he, he put them in a hard place because now they have to acquiesce. Right, like I don't know if they this was a black. They're not going to though. But they did. They brought the show back. I don't know if limited, if... but but it they was did. Like here's a cookie, you know. But it could cost them. Like this could Shut be up. a. But no, there's there's a lot of risk there because bringing a show like this back during a writer strike may be seen as a slight against the WGA when they're trying to remain as neutral as possible. Mm -hmm. Right, like if anything, they would be happy that this is happening because they want to see. So, do you the want woke impacted. points for racial diversity, <clears throat> yeah. or do you want woke points for siding with a union? Yeah, you can't win. It's it's uh, it's all forms of wokeness, and you lose either way. It's a shame because he plays like a like a very wholesome yep. American protagonist. Yeah, you know he what is I mean? strong alpha male, like yeah. strong alpha male protagonist. I mean, that's what he's that's what most of his characters are. And kind of like sensitive as well. Yeah. So it's like it's great for that, but I don't think he realized that he's like uh, he can't beat out the strong pull that Hollywood has right now to uh, like 
black females leading TV shows, which is a huge thing. Uh, and he's a lot of them are getting left in the dust. So he wasn't woke enough for them. So he used another card in the woke race card to try and get points on the on mm-hmm. his side. And I just it, like I almost like was sad that they brought it back because I know that in a lot of ways it's like a, sure it would be a shame if I was to make you look bad on the internet. You know, it's basically like the mob shaking you down for money. You know, yeah. they they get to they get to use those tactics. It's a weird form of like cy- it's not cyber terrorism, but it kind of is. It's, it's just it's straight up race hustling, yeah. and I don't respect it. It it makes me sad because I mean, I, make your own network if you think that CBS is full of a bunch of racist old white men. A bunch of uh, people, Jay Z, and a couple of other people have been getting together. They want to buy BET. Okay. Yeah, like I, I, I was just reading that the just recently. Him does BET and, have a parent company? Beat uh, Viacom. The uh, Viacom, Viacom, like, and it's like owned by like there because there was a great meme. It's just, like the the owners of BET is just a family of white people, like you know. Yeah. But um, but then the guy I think who's the other one in charge? There was another guy who's in charge of BET. I remember him doing an interview where he said like Trump wasn't that awful or something like that, and people were shocked oh, because, no. <laughs> because it was like a, a, a the guy, the, the head of P, of BET at the time, who was a black man, was like, Trump's not that awful, and people were like shocked by it. I don't think they should be, but... Hey, on Twitter, there was a list that was circulating. There was the 50 worst white guys in history. <laughs> yeah. Who was on it? Uh, Ron DeSantis, Trump, um, then a bunch of... How can you even put Ron... He hasn't been a- around long enough to make enough decisions to get him on that list. Dude, he's, top, he's like 49. Was Mussolini on that list? If Mussolini I, was... I think Hitler was one. He and, was Italian. That doesn't count. Doesn't count? <laughs> Wait, that doesn't count? I'm kidding. Italian doesn't count now? He was spicy white. Ah. <laughs> yeah, was he, southern, was he from the southern part of Italy or and not? Trump yeah. was like 14. Who was number one? Hitler, Hitler, Hitler yeah, of course. Obviously. Of course. Who's number two? Do you remember who number two was? Nah. I need to know who number two was. Like, you just know it was not any. It was a bunch of Republicans and then historical figures. Communists might have been at like 50 if, if at all on the list no, at they all. Weren't at they all. weren't on the list at all. Yeah. Doubt it. it just, it makes me sad because I see somebody like this who, and, and these are the ones I have the hardest time with. If this is some actor I've never heard of before, it doesn't bother me. I get the tactic. I think it's crappy and slimy, but then you see it for somebody who made it through, like you said, 30 years of a career, almost 30 years of a career without having to negotiate these types of tactics and to see them fall into it is a shame. It's because wherever the public discourse goes, wherever the Overton window goes, they're going to follow. It's not because he had so much integrity in the first place that he didn't race hustle. I wonder. He's if just I, a vessel for wherever the discourse takes him, or I, I wonder whatever if, is oh. gonna, you know, be profitable. I, I I keep thinking that a lot of these, it's not the actors themselves, but their PR people and their lawyers being like, "Listen, there's president, there's historical president for." Pulling one of these stunts and getting your way. That's even and, worse. That means he just acquiesces to what they ask him to do, if, even if he doesn't agree with it. I mean, it's, wouldn't you follow your legal counsel? Uh, I mean, I, I'm never going to be important enough to have legal counsel, so it's not going to be a problem. But, I mean, theoretic, theoretically is what I'm saying. Management, uh, not legal counsel, but management. Yeah. No, but I, I bet he's consulted by his... I mean, he's definitely wealthy and famous enough to have yeah. legal counsel. And I bet they're like, hey, baby, if you want to raise, just say it's racist. Well, the day that they kick me off of PCC, I'm pulling the race card with the fact that I'm Slavic. Slav. And nah. that technically makes me a person of color. And I pull out my 23andMe and it has Russian in it. No! <laughs> like, boom. We're going to substitute <laughs> you both with Monique. We're just going to clone Monique. We could do that. Okay. Like we're going to have two Moniques. So, what, no, how about we have Monique and, and Missy Elliott? 
Uh, that'd be kind of based. Honestly. <laughs> Missy Elliott's getting inducted into the to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend. The the thing is, who would be Missy Elliott and who would be Monique? She would be Missy Elliott. I'll be Monique. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll okay. be I'll be Monique. My history teacher was Props. like obsessed with telling us the story that he grew up on the same street as Missy Elliott and like they played hopscotch together and stuff. I mean, that that be I brag about that too. There yeah. you go. Did, yeah, if I were him. I imagine those stories have gotten more fans. So she, and she was rapping while she was playing hopscotch. I remember it clear as day. And then everyone around me who doesn't know who Missy Elliott is because they're all like sheltered homeschoolers are like, huh? <laughs> what are you talking about? I was about to ask if you guys knew who, who Missy Elliott was. I know you I do. did, but I don't think many other people did. <laughs> okay, well. All right. It, just, it makes me sad. Shamar Moore. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Also, guys, uh, Egypt is... Firing back at Netflix because Netflix is making uh, Black Cleopatra. Well, no way. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Netflix is doing. No, I know that. But what's Egypt saying? <clears throat> Egypt is making their own version of it uh, in response to Netflix. They're making a documentary about yeah. Queen, Queen Cleopatra in a racially accurate way. You know what they should call it? <laughs> they should call it Netflix Queen Cleopatra. She's super pale in this illustration. Yeah. Um, but she was she was Greek, Greek Macedonian. Yep. It says an Egyptian channel has begun producing a documentary on Cleopatra that will adhere to historical accuracy in response to the revisionism peddled by Netflix so-called docu-series. I love the so-called docu-series part. I think it's this is like petty. pointing out the inconvenient truth that a lot of people around the globe are racist, and not just white people. Yep. Um, not that I'm saying it's like racist to point out that Cleopatra <laughs> wasn't black but it's like there are mixed uh motivations here yeah. well i mean what would what would happen if like we went over to to <laughs> africa and some place in africa they're making like a neil armstrong documentary and neil armstrong is is black like that's just <laughs> weird i'm telling you it only gets fixed with a, a white black panther yes that's when yeah. it's like okay we're even no or we or somebody finally makes the ryan gosling obama documentary where ryan gosling <laughs> plays Rock yeah. obama. <laughs> like i'm okay with that like sure. if, if for no other reason than the lulls can we have rachel mcadams as michelle yes. oh. do you remember that absolutely dog poop uh clip that i sent you about the first lady yeah. The guy that played Obama with absolutely no charisma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From the TV show that yeah, nobody yeah, watched. Yeah. That, it was, that was like a oh, BET. Oh, my. I mean, yeah, Viola was, Davis but the guy, is but the guy good, who right? the guy who played the played Barack Obama had exactly zero charisma. I mean, no one liked Viola Davis's performance in that either. Yeah. They were like, why is she pursing her lips so much? Well, I mean, Michelle Obama does do that. Like, like, does she? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or is that just the way they look? No, that's that's she does. I mean, if she's not doing it on purpose, maybe it's like literally how she prevents herself from like telling Barack to shut the hell up. Like she just <laughs> wants to constantly tell him to shut up. And she has to like mm-hmm. she'd win in 2024 if she ran, though. Really? She, oh, yeah. Dude, I think it's going to no happen. Way. Oh, yeah. No she way. No way. She wins. I'm with I'm with Adrian Norman on this. If she wins, she wins. If, I if think it's runs, gonna happen. Wins, yeah. We have such an incestuous like oligarchy running this yeah. country. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as like every time somebody says oligarchy, James O'Keefe should just fall from the ceiling and start singing oligarchy. Dude, all, I need. Can he play that now? Is or is that copyrighted to Project Veritas? I need to know. I don't know. All my no. progressive coworkers <laughs> when I worked in D.C. called her mom. What? All my progressive. Wait, so they <laughs> called Michelle Obama mom. mom. That's so embarrassing. Swear to God, mom. That's so embarrassing. Uh, mommy issues right there. And so that they won their mommy back. Yikes. That's that's terrifying. They got uh, grandpa now. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We got another one here. Uh, this one 
upset me, uh, annoyed me. Well, I won't say upset. It annoyed me. Kevin Costner's work schedule was very hard on wife, source says. She wasn't happy about it. And they basically, the article boils <laughs> down to her husband was never home, so she's divorcing him, thus making sure that he's never at home. Which I mean, makes no sense. If you want a rich husband, it usually means that he works all the time. Exactly. There was, yeah. a, there, was like a, there was a viral video at one point where this lady who's like, she doesn't describe herself as like a self-described gold digger, but she's like, she's like I married a wealthy guy uh, because I wanted the, the wealth and the status. And she says, like, you have to get used to being home alone a lot. I mean, I thought that that's why a lot of gold diggers wanted to be with rich men is because they wanted to be left alone to do their shopping. Yeah, you'd think, right? But it says... Uh, and cheat. Uh, well, uh, you know, I would, I would never presume to assume that that's what happened, right? No. But uh, So Costner was, is 68 and she's 49. And it's just this article is full of just like, oh, well, it must be... Why would he be at work all the time on his famous Yellowstone TV series that everybody loves? It says, Christine wants them to spend time, uh, spend family time at the Santa Barbara home. Well, I wonder how that home got paid for. Does anybody have any ideas? Do you think she paid for that Does she have one? a career? Uh, she, there wasn't a name I recognized. So if she is does. Is she like in Hollywood? If she I is, don't... she's not Kevin Costner Hollywood. That is for sure. Dude, this is a classic chick move. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This so, is from like Hall of Fame, top 10. Yeah. Is she going to Bezos him? Christine doesn't <laughs> want him to throw himself into another project. He's been obsessed with working it, with filming Yellowstone. She wasn't happy about it. Well, you know what? You want the money. You want the cars. You want the home in Malibu or wherever the hell that was. Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do they have kids? Uh, it, it didn't seem like, yeah, they say family no time. Yeah, so it says, uh, Kevin hasn't been home very much for quite some time due to filming. Well, it wouldn't be such a problem if they had kids yeah. right yeah it says all of the success and excitement over the new project probably took his attention away from his family more than you realize i mean he also wears a shirt that says i'm a liz cheney guy so what Ugh. maybe maybe okay. i don't feel that bad Fringe, for him cringe. Uh, but i'm saying like so so the idea here is that look your husband's never at home so you're going to divorce him as the show's about to end it's literally in its last season. Like season five will be she its last enough. season. Sus. And it's super sus, right? Sus. Like, well, it doesn't mean that he's done working. I think she. I mean, she would have more of a rightly right to stand predicted that he's going to continue working and working for the rest of his life. Uh, like, which is uh, this is kind of going back to a point they have several that I made they, about. They're saying in the chat that they have several kids. Okay. Okay. So how old are the kids? I they don't... must be adults by now. So like empty nester. Dude, she's ruminating on it too much, letting it, you know. Well, also, pool boys glistening. Yes, it's also it's also impossible to believe. It's not like she can't go out and live with him out there, or get like like he wouldn't be able to well, buy yeah. her a condo out there. So in this case, she's I like, she's like, I want to be out here in this house. I don't want to be at that house, and you're not here at this house because you have to go work to pay for this house. No, this is kind of my point that I was saying like actors and actresses can't be normal people they can't have normal functioning relationships because their job yeah. is to constantly be moving to uh, set to set and like going to tropical islands that are basically summer camp well, I for still six, feel year, six months to a year at a time I still and feel then like at she the would same more... time they do like romantic yeah. and sex scenes with other people yeah I still feel like she would have more of a leg to stand on if like they stuck it out through the end of Yellowstone and then he moves on to the next project, right? Well, there's no good reason to just divorce just because of in like, the ch it, 
yeah. his his work. Like that's not a valid reason to. It just it makes me sad because the uh, it's just it's. <laughs> but you're right, Dean. This is classic. This is a classic Hollywood chick move, right? Like, oh well, man, it's so hard being the the Ooh, wife of a celebrity. I want to know. We know that divorce is like way more common in Hollywood than it is for the rest of the population. But I want to know. Uh, how many of the divorces in Hollywood are initiated by the man versus the woman? I think it might actually be possible that in Hollywood that it's, it's more likely that the, like it, maybe the man no. initiates you it think? more than you think. No way. Not more, but I'm saying more than more on average than the general population. There would be in the something general, different about 80, it. 20. 80 to 20, but in Hollywood maybe because men are so feminized, yeah. they, they initiate more divorces there because they're like, I've yeah. used up this model. I need to lease another woman for another five to seven years and then divorce her. I think they're only fake feminine. Think so? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. They're actors. Yeah, you have to be like preoccupied with your looks and your image and, and your feelings, your feelings, yeah. <laughs> and tapping into them all the time. I guess. Look, it's just uh, it makes me. It's just I just don't get the logic, right, of saying like I you're not around enough, therefore I'm going to make sure you're not around at all. Do you guys think Henry Cavill's fake? No. Henry Cavill. Is I think, fake. What do you mean? I'm asking. Do you think he's kind of like fake? Is all like a fake persona? Or? Yeah. Because he's, he's kind of perfect, right? He's very handsome, but somewhat a nerd. It sort of does give me the Keanu Reeves feeling. Like, why does everyone kind of uh, idol worship? Because the stories in, are also very well placed. Yeah. Like the story about how yeah. he missed he missed the call that he got the Superman role because he was playing World of Warcraft. Yeah. Like, like it's oh, just so look perfectly. At, he's so buff and building a PC. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pogging at this. Like, Because like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a nerd, but Warhammer's like next level. But we're all willing to like... If we're all being fair, everyone's willing to accept that they're being lied to a little bit if it makes them feel good. They are. Um, sure. They are. A little bit. <laughs> like, you're like, do I buy 100% that he's like this perfect person? No, but I'm willing to be lied to in this respect. I would buy, I would, however, believe more that Tom Cruise is even faker than Henry Cavill. You're being glib. True. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm, that's his line. He's quoting you're being, Tom Cruise. You're being glib. Oh. Matt, you're, Matt, oh. you're being glib. No. That's, look, I, I just, Fake Tom Cruise fan over here. I've been a long time. Like, uh, I'm just saying, I, 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 like, it seems like there's more financial incentive for Tom Cruise to be fake than there is for Henry Cavill. Because it just seems to biting, it just seems to keep coming back to bite Henry Cavill in the ass. He loses yeah. jobs. He's not gaining jobs by doing this. I mean, he'll be just fine. Yes, of course. All right. Just bad luck lately. I'm just uh, I'm I'm not a fan of this whole Christine divorcing Kevin Costner thing. Even if he is a Liz Cheney fan, which shows questionable judgment in women to begin with. Seriously. So you know, it's like that those memes. It says like uh, Taylor Swift makes 29 songs about breaking up with men, votes for Joe Biden or something like that. Also, like Liz fa Liz Cheney <laughs> fan. What are we doing? You know. Yeah. Well, he wants to bring back the old, <laughs> like he misses he he misses the days when America invaded Iraq and Afghanistan. That's so niche to, though. He wants to get back to the neocon neoliberal days when like, we could all unite on something. Who's he trying to reach out with? Liz Cheney fanship. Like, have uh, you seen people in um, shirts that say "I miss Obama" before? Yeah, I mean, but that's more dignified than Liz Cheney. I suppose so. Oh. Just barely. Easy says no. He has gained jobs. Yeah, he got the he got the job on The Witcher, I guess, because he was also a fan of the games and stuff like that. But I also feel like his desire to be like faithful to source material and his refusal to push back and call fans toxic has cost him a lot of goodwill in the industry. It might have gained <laughs> him goodwill with us, but he's lost goodwill within the industry. I also I'm not a fan of you liked Enola Holmes. 
I did not like Enola Holmes personally. It really bothered me. I, did I not couldn't like get it. through the first one. See, I don't like everything. There you go. More proof that I don't like oh. everything. Uh, I, I just thought it was a good pop popcorn flick. Everyone thinks I love everything. I don't love everything. <clears throat> not everything. All right. What would Lake to do first? Cringe of the day or cute of the day? The dogs. Oh, that's cute of the day. That's then. cute of the day. Yeah, Let's yeah, that one. It. It's not always dogs. We had turtles recently. Oh, well, yeah, there were turtles there. They're evolving. All right, here we go. A raccoon as well. A ferret. For, first things first. This is from Shane H. Wilder. Uh, says, at Brett Dasovic, if you've got room for tomorrow, I was digitizing some old photos from my mom and found a few of their cat, Weefus. <laughs> this first one is of him sitting on my dad's head and also their cat, Squeaker. If it's fitting, use them for a bit for PCC Pets Throwback Thursday. Well, it's not Thursday, but I mean, oh my God, it's right oh. there. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Blending in. I, I like the name Weefus. It yes. really fits him. Wow, those are some good, I like it. Those are some good looking cats. There's giving bogus. Who's the other cat? It's giving uh, squeaker. It's giving. Yes. Cute. <laughs> that oh. is an adorable cat. I like champion. the mustache. Yes, I like it. All right, let's do a couple more here. Thank you, Shane H. Wilder. This is from Mississippi Girl on Twitter at PCC Pets. Brown is a ranger and black is a lily. Oh, look at that pupper. It's making a heart. It's adorable. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> what are they, perfect? Kind of. Jesus. They're kind of perfect. <laughs> they are. Let's do one more. Uh, thank you. Uh, what was the name? It's uh, Mississippi Girl, 1996. Thank you. And one more here. From Riley on Twitter says, uh, this is Jill, Yellow Lab, and Harper, Black Lab, trying to share a chair. Oh, I, th oh, I didn't even see yeah. the Black Lab. <laughs> I thought that was a pillow. Oh, poor, uh, poor Harper is just being sat on. It's like Bocus will do that sometimes. Like, Survival Bocus never wants your attention when you want to give Bocus attention. But whenever you're busy watching something, Bocus will then come in and, like, sit on you. His meows have become so uh, high-pitched. It's kind of crazy. Hungry Bocus is like that. Yes. <laughs> All right. And we've got uh, some cringe of the day as well. Mary, let's watch this one first. Oh, actually, I want to watch this. We'll, we'll show both of them. I'm going to show this one first. Okay. Can I say, I've never been able to hear you guys' cringe of the day because they're super cringe. And yeah. I, ha I always have to take my headphones off because I can't I handle it. it. This, this one's not too bad, but it, it, did, it did make me feel a bit... Um, it, I'm very worried about the future because you can't win. Just listen. This person just came into the bar and said, hey, what are your pronouns? You kind of look like a they, them. And they were right. <laughs> um, I hated that they were right. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? Say wrong pronoun bad. Say correct pronoun bad. What? What do you want? You, you come by baby. It's exactly right. That's it. she. She oh, verbalized yeah, it perfectly. I yep. saw this video, but I was I was gonna send it to you, and I thought it was too controversial. So I was like, All too right. controversial. Why? What's controversial about that? Well, like gender stuff. I don't know. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like wrong pronouns, right pronouns. You can never win. All right, and we've got this one. I've saved it. I haven't watched this one. This is okay. from the. It this says, one's worse, guaranteed. It says tried to take a photo at the Renaissance Fair, and this happened. All right, let's full screen this. Hold on. Lady. To the Renaissance Fair, my name is is King Aragorn. Wait, sorry. We're and I was wondering if you'd like to be my princess for the day. Ah! Very interested in your beauty, finally. Photo? Can you actually just take a photo of us? <laughs> what is that? I don't actually know what that is because it is the year 1309. What is this? <laughs> Some sort of mirror into the future? Mm. I'm. 
He's oh all devoted Wait, to Wait, play it? it again. Look at how he twirls. No. Look at the twirl. Welcome to the Renaissance Fair. My name is... is Hello, my lady. And I was wondering if you'd like to be my princess for the day. Look at the twirl. <gasps> the twirl. <laughs> Riz God. Photo, what is that? I don't it almost feels fake. Like... I, I don't know, know like do you think Chris Hansen needs to get this guy's address what is it almost feels fake to me <laughs> like like it can't be that embarrassing like it can't be know. like they can't be that they, vapid you think that was one of their friends he he can't be, they can't be that Stage? vapid and they he twirled can't be him that clueless he twirled he like made her twirl him yeah Oh my she didn't oh my God. volunteer that. Like the the level of vapid that they that they give off is so strong, like it almost feels fake. I, they're not vapid. They were just like, okay, we're trying to take a picture. We're yeah, they're like, we look hot right now. <laughs> so and, hot. and he's like, Milady, what yeah. is a picture? Oh my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, it's, it's, Some kind of portal into <laughs> no. the future. Does it <laughs> capture your soul? Oh goodness! Well, now that that's done, let's get started, oh, shall was... we, ladies and gentlemen? Let's yeah. get into Jonathan Major. So this has been in the news so much lately that when I was talking to Jessica about this this morning before the show, she goes, "This guy again? Yes, this guy again." Jonathan Major's attorney claims that uh, it's a racist witch hunt that's coming after him after his first first post uh, post uh, what do you call it? Um, Court first co post court appearance, he finally. Did oh, court. he did a court. Yeah, appearance. like he. Uh, I didn't know that he was. Uh, it was over Zoom, which must be nice that you can do court over Zoom. Is that because of COVID, or are they just not trying anymore? It's in New York, <laughs> so it's probably because of uh, COVID. They probably still think it's COVID. You know, so, yes. it was just the other week the uh, World Health Organization announced that COVID is no longer a public health emergency. And even though so, COVID uh, is I'm no waiting longer, for those Zoom meetings to go back in person. Yep. And writers' rooms should all and be writers actual writers' rooms. rooms rather than in person or rather than over Zoom calls. So yes, Jonathan Major's attorney claims it was a racist witch hunt after the first post-hearing discussion. So let's talk about this. Do the, you think that that's actually what this is? Because let's go through it a little bit here. Well, the so. rich part of this is that his legal team claims that they forked over what they say is irrefutable evidence that exonerates Jonathan Majors, meaning a video of him and his girlfriend i assume when they were in the car and the alleged assault happened mm -hmm. which they say proves he was innocent and secondly uh the body cam footage from police officers who they claim were coaching the girl on her testimony to yeah. incriminate him neither of which have been released yet we just have stupid videos of her in the club afterwards yeah. with her broken finger which doesn't prove anything yeah it doesn't prove anything and then here's this statement from the lawyer Quote, when Mr. Majors showed a white police officer the injuries the woman caused him, the white officer got in Mr. Majors' face and taunted him, saying that if the officer were to slap Mr. Majors, the officer wouldn't break his finger. None of the white officers present investigated the assault of Mr. Majors. Worse, the district attorney has not indicated any intention to pursue charges against the woman or even investigate the truth. That's not true either because it's very easy to break a finger if you don't know how to punch someone correctly so I, they're actually wrong about that who came up with this angle but also it's like uh, so it's because they're white right what if they're just major feminists Maybe this has nothing this, to do with the race. Maybe they're just really good allies to women so right. much so that they'll lie. When you can't woke in two directions, you can't, this is what happens. You have to pick your woke direction, like, one or the other. 
I obviously we don't know the truth of what happened yeah. yet because none of that footage has been released yet, even though they say it exists. Um, well, but here's the thing: he could either be uh, truthfully accused of assault or falsely accused of assault. If he is being falsely accused and he's going for the race card angle where he's blaming the police officers who are trying to help the situation simply because they're white, there was no evidence of racism here, then I don't feel bad for you being falsely accused. You're you're throwing false accusations at other people too. It's like, the, the, the what's the quote? It's like, uh, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. So unless those cops said, right. uh, she could have done this, I could do this and not break my finger, insert slur here. Unless they actually yeah. said some type of slur. Oh, okay. oh damn. Super chat yep. from David, wouldn't you like to know, uh, says, I would not with Chelsea for fear of disease, but I would let her perform a, quote, handler on me. I don't want to wow. know. Like, the last <laughs> thing I want to know in history is that Chelsea Handler has her own Yikes. signature sexual move. I don't want to know. Leave it alone. Real classy. Don't give her material for her next stand-up appearance. Please don't. Please. <laughs> Um, oh gosh! Um, but I'm saying, like, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Back in the yeah. day, you could just be a dick to someone, and it didn't have to have anything to do with their skin Nothing color, he said their sexuality, makes it an inherently no. racial or racist encounter. They say that he was taunted by the police officer. The police officer got in his face. What does that actually mean? The guy, if the guy actually believes that you're beating a woman, whether that's true or not, his reaction is because of the gender of the person, not because of the skin color, theoretically. Yeah, I think that this is a star who is expecting star treatment in all situations yeah. and is now realizing that he's not entitled to that yeah. because this is about the law nor does it nor is anyone here saying that we believe he's guilty or innocent we don't know we'll never know really not really but he's he is wanting to be uh treated with yeah. star privilege I'll in the situation you'll one, know one day you'll know yeah yeah, yeah she, well he wants he wants he's like i'm a marvel star I yeah like don't I you know who i am do you know who my father <laughs> is <laughs> do you think okay i got a question do you think anybody who's ever said that has ever had the self-reflection where the moment they said that they immediately stopped and said no. i can't believe i just said that I mean, women in uh la probably have said more often do you know who my boyfriend is <laughs> or my husband or my husband they did that yeah. they they did that in an episode of the mentalist where like he's like in like he stopped all these people in a mall and he goes he stops this lady and she goes don't you know who my husband is and he goes <laughs> she goes he's the head of the modesto city council and he goes oh so and so the diet pills are messing with your brain this is the big city he that ozempic is messing with exactly your brain. exactly um, also, they're claiming that the police officers coached this woman to give a yeah. testimony that incriminated him worse off. But it actually sounded like her testimony was coached by Jonathan Majors. <laughs> after, with the conversation after the fact. Yeah, yeah, completely exonerating him of all wrongdoing, but at the same time, uh, kind of saying that she warranted getting assaulted by taking his phone. Yeah. Which, Which is just classic abuse. Is abuse yeah, behavior. it just makes her sound like a battered housewife. Yeah. And again, I don't know whether any of this is true. I just know that playing the race card here feels like a desperation play yeah. uh, for something where he feels like his star power should have gotten away first. They also keep saying that her story keeps changing. Which is honestly, <laughs> I do have to ask, why is this still being pursued? She so got heavily? a restraining order against yeah. him, right? It just feels weird that this is being pursued pursued so 
heavily. If the given that he is a celebrity, if the woman um, actually believes that Jonathan Majors was in the right in this situation, as her testimony claimed, then why did she get a restraining order against no him? No idea. It's right? a very it's it's the classic story. It's like how many stories do you hear from cops who tell the story like they would when they go to houses of families that are have turbulent merit like turbulent lives of married folks like they go there she calls the cops she the cops get there and they try to take the guy away and the wife like punches the cops because they don't want her she doesn't want them to take the guy away because they just have a turbulent relationship and that's what a lot of this feels like to me so is the blonde woman in that still of the body cam footage the yeah supposed girlfriend or i guess ex-girlfriend now but they keep blurred her face is blurred out and her name has not been released to the public as far as like half of her face is showing i guess but this honestly this seemed like it was racialized from the start for no reason like i saw so many people tweeting disgusting stuff about this situation at jonathan majors saying he deserved to get falsely accused because he was dating white women he was dating outside of his race and it's like you are psychotic. <laughs> so nuts. He should get Alec Baldwin's lawyer. It's it's, it's just so. It's... The Alec Baldwin defense was legitimately like, guys, are we still talking about that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he's yeah. gonna. We're about to hear him here in a minute. Here in the crisis party sound effect. I murdered a woman in cold blood. Who cares? Oh my God. Like, like seriously? Like the Oscars were last night. Why are you still talking that about this? That was last this was, year. This was like a year ago now. Like, Honestly, who- he's right though. Like people memory hold these things so quickly yep. that you would expect everyone to just stop talking about it. Well, I don't know. I mean, death on set we, is we kind pretty, of did. Death on set is pretty is, is a pretty big thing to happen. Like people still talk about Brandon Lee dying all the mm-hmm. time. Like whenever who? that story comes up, the guy from the Crow, from the movie The Crow, the one who was killed on set in the movie, he's. Uh, um, so you're, we're proving right now. Yes, that apparently this I'm has wrong. been memory hold. Yeah, yeah. He, it was Bruce Lee's son, and he died yeah. on set when a prop gun malfunctioned. Oh damn! Uh, back when they were making the movie The Crow. And they were filming a scene at that yeah. moment. Yeah. See, this is different because, uh, like, Alec Baldwin was just, you know, joking yeah. around and just being a quirky, goofy guy. I've got special Ian crisis party next week. Oh my God! What? See, Alec Baldwin's a bad person. Dude, do you re- I, Point proven. Alec Baldwin is a bad person. The crisis party proves it. That's what he was talking to his wife. His daughter. His, oh, 12 his daughter. his 12-year-old daughter. 12-year-old? 12-year-old daughter. He's like, wait till I see you. He, <laughs> like, it's like, I'm going to straighten your ass out. Veiled threat. Remember the, what's it called? The Baywatch guy that was eating burgers drunk? Mm. Was it Hasselhoff? Yeah. Okay. The Hoff. Don't you dare hassle him. Leave him alone. David Hasselhoff eating burgers drunk and his family was like, Dad, you got to stop. And he was like, I don't care. I don't have to stop. (laughs) I'm Mitch. You can't cancel me. (laughs) He's like, I was on Knight Rider and Baywatch. Nobody cancels me. The car talked, okay? Hey, I love that car. Uh, my my dad, I've told that story. I've told you that story. You, Hannah Claire was on that episode. When I was young, I had a little, like, I couldn't afford a Power Wheels, you know, the car that has, like, the little, like, like you can drive it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Little, mm-hmm. Little, we couldn't afford that. I was poor. But, but I had, like, a little car that had, like, pedals on it. So it looked like you're on, like, in a car, but you're actually on, like, a... Look at Brad pretend yeah. not to and be my dad, And my dad uh, spray-painted it black, and my, or my grandfather spray-painted it black and painted, like, the logo and, like, the red thing in the front where the voice would be made. So I had my own little version of... Oh, it's pretty based. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> cute. 
Yes, I do. See, it's good to have a good childhood. And you have good stuff to remember. And that way I, you... I just had the Barbie Jeep one. Hey, oh, so did, was I it an actual Power Wheels? I don't know. Did it actually drive? kinds? It well, drives. Yeah, it yeah, drive. I, like we couldn't. My, my dad would have been like, I'm not spending the money on that. Let's. Yeah. Never going to happen. So, yeah. So, uh, I think Jonathan Majors needs to get Alec Baldwin's lawyer on retainer ASAP mm -hmm. and get rid of this Priya uh, Chaudhry There are just guy. so many violent psychopaths in Hollywood, but they'll claim it's not a Hollywood problem. No. Do, why would you ever go to law school when you can just be like, Your Honor, racism? <laughs> Case closed. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> and, and, and judges like, bet, bet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for like, sure. Well, for sure. It was racism, no cap. <laughs> yeah. I, I sent um, I sent Jessica a video last night where, like, this uh, God. this lady does the thing where she lists, like, behind her, it's got all of the Gen Z slang, and she goes through all of it. They're calling them broccoli zoomers now. Is Why? that what they're called? Little broccolis. Mm -hmm. Because of the hair? Yeah, the hair. Oh, okay. Mm. The yeah. mushroom cloud hair. It's like that somebody did a, an Oppenheimer, a pop culture crisis Oppenheimer meme. I saw meme, it with and It makes my hair look like, uh, because I, I'm literally a mushroom cloud, I look like a Gen Z influencer mm -hmm. in that in the background. And we love that for you. Yes, thank you. It's a, you know, I, I didn't have any Adidas on, but if I had some Adidas shorts on. When's that movie coming out? Uh, Mid-July. <sighs> yeah, that and Barbie, same weekend. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to see it. Excited. Me, me and, Barbie, I mean. Oh gosh! Me and Mary, we're gonna walk She's into the everything. theater, and, and I'm walking this dang. way. And, and dude, you can. I bet that Barbie movie is gonna be absolutely buzzing. I bet it's gonna be incredible. I but guess this is Dane is actually the target demographic. It's going to be feminist garbage. No way. Feminist Why are garbage. you? So I think it's gonna be funny. That. I think it's gonna be a funny one. Okay. Well, we'll see. Have you seen the? I'm happy to be wrong. See, you know why? Because if I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. That way, if I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I get a good movie. So, oh. I win either way. Do you just want to see animals doing drugs? Yeah. Uh, obviously, Oppenheimer is probably gonna be more high quality. Well, yeah, but it's also gonna be. It's also really long, which is a problem. Like, I bet be. Oppenheimer costs less to make. I think in the Barbie movie. Yeah, I bet. They like recreated right. that explosion. Like they recreated the test in, in um, New okay, Mexico. Okay, but you can't, they, they didn't actually blow up a nuke. Like. Maybe they did. Who knows? Um, no. Nolan's got a lot of money. Had they gone the Amy Schumer route and they had to pretend that Ryan Gosling sexually attracted to her. I'm glad then... that not only they didn't have her star as Barbie, they also did not even give her a cameo. <laughs> yeah. They were like, just get out of this project immediately. But now that Barbie's hot, you know, it has a chance. Well, we'll see. I'm, I, I have no interest in it, but I'm going to go see it in hopes that... Like, I would like to They be... do have a trans Barbie, though. See? Just warning you. Woke. Just one. In the movie? The one, yeah. One. As far as I know. What do yeah. you mean? It's confirmed. There, there is a there wait. is a trans Barbie. There's multiple Barbies in the Barbie movie? Yes. Yeah, have you seen the trailer? She's like, hi, Barbie. And then the other one's like, hi, Barbie. All like, the they're all Barbie. Barbie. And all the men are Ken. But I, I feel, is, it, is that going to be like in Queen's Gambit? That they just had a trans character and then they were like, okay, anyway. They did? Yeah. It's set in like the 40s. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're everywhere. Hollywood. I'm just, Cleo, like, Cleopatra's black now. It doesn't matter. You mean man. there was a trans character in Queen's Gambit who was trying to play a cis person? I don't know. Like someone who's not trans. I uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't reference it's it in so any way. They, they was just there. Look at me. Respect right. your pronouns. And then... Maybe I shouldn't finish Queen's Gambit. <laughs> no, but it's just in the beginning. Then you never see them again. That's what I'm saying. Wait, no, I remember this now. Yeah, in the... It was in the first season, which I did watch. There's two seasons? 
Jacob Edler they, has Jacob Edler has no. has quoted uh, perhaps my life's motto: "Those who expect little are seldom disappointed." Words to live by, King. Words to live by. <laughs> yeah. So true. Look, we've got a few super yep, chats to it. catch up on here. Ben Dillon said nerds. He called us nerds. Oh yeah, that is us. We are nerds. Zelda's coming Gee, out on Friday. Say that again. Zelda's coming out on Friday. There you go. This is just where you guys get to bully us, Patrick. Reichert said, love the show. Keep on doing your thing. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks. We will. Deuce Boogaloo said, <laughs> formerly Clef the Misfit. No, said, there's, it's over 9,000 above that. Or is it, do they show up in a different order there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's over 9,000 said, Brett, did you ever see the show Human Target? It's about a bodyguard with a unique set of skills who protects his clients by secretly infiltrating their lives in order to draw out the threat. I never got to see it. I did see when they did um, Human Target on Arrow, but I never saw the TV show version of Human Target. I do, I do need to get around and watch that. That might be one of those ones that, because it was only, I think it only got like a half a season and they canceled it. It might be hard to find but I'm definitely going to have to get around and watching that one. Isn't that just what a private investigator is? A bodyguard with a unique set of skills uh, secretly infiltrates the life of okay. a client. So it's oh, so it was Mark Valley. Yeah, see, it's nowhere to be found. On um, I'd have to buy the season, and I'm not buying Ugh. the season. But um, you know, if I if I still if I was still a pirate, I would do that. But I'm not a pirate. I've I no longer sail the high seas. Deuce Boogaloo said, I'd once again like to recommend bass musician Call Me Charisma as a guest. I oh. think if he knew the angle you tackle culture from, he'd want to come on. Let me write that down. What is that again? Write that down. Write that down. Write that it's down. Call Me Charisma, but it's K instead of a CH, and then it's a Z instead of an S. There's a 20 buck one. Oh, uh, Bullet Shepard said yeah. Oppenheimer was a communist, so they'll never tell the truth in that movie not seeing it. Okay. I didn't okay. know that he was a communist. Is <laughs> that true or is that just your theory? Jamie, pull that up. Um, like that's that's what yeah. things like prior to McCarthyism. Because it would have been the it would have yeah. been the late 40s, right? Like so we'd have been in was he really World a communist? War um, it's like the the Manhattan Project. Like when we when we were talking about the trailer the other day, and I went up and I just started like going through the Wikipedia page for the Manhattan Project, and realized that's one of those things that I should like look for more full length historical documentaries on to watch because there's so much to it i need to get around to doing that but um gabby hayes said hey dane can you stop messing around and go super saiyan 2 on camera please k thanks hello mary and brett could you guys figure out a way to make kellen realize the greatness that is dune you'd have a harder time convincing tim Tim walked out of Dune when we were in, when we went to see Dune. He just, he just got up and fair. left. Yeah, he just got up and left. I had to finish it. Like to be fair, when I like when because that was at the time when a lot of movies were coming out like day and date. I don't know if it came out right away, but I waited and then I watched it on streaming and I fell asleep. So the main reaction <laughs> I've seen, uh, <coughs> well, people said that about Blade Runner twenty forty nine a lot too. They said that was like a slow movie. The, same, the main reaction same I saw, yeah, same, the, same director. The main reaction I saw to that trailer though was um, people arguing about like who's more attractive, Florence Pugh or Zendaya. Zendaya, Zendaya yeah. is the answer to that. All question. of them were saying like Zendaya looks like shit in this trailer, Dude. like. Well, in really the trailer, like, maybe hating she, on her. She's uh, Zendaya is a, a very beautiful woman, and yeah, yeah. Florence Pugh's been. I feel like woman. everyone has to like. They like feel like they have to say that Zendaya nah, is. I don't. I don't. <laughs> nope, she's plenty attractive. No, like I said, people feel like they have to say she's unattractive. Oh, really? Oh, Why? Really? That's all it takes. I've been seeing recently. 
I know. I've been seeing it too. Know. It's because of this one shot where she has something up the nose. I don't know. She has like a breathing device in the nose. It seems. Well, I mean, also like like her big break besides Euphoria was in Spider Man, and, and like they they like she's like played like a like dressed down in the first well, Spider Man. I knew her from Disney. Oh well, you're so much more culture. I'm, I'm a broccoli zoomer. You're so Congrats much on more. Your you're so much more cultured than us. Travis M in the chat says invite Rob Schneider. I sent no, I did not. I'm sorry, I did not send Rob Schneider a, ma uh, a message. I shot. Uh, I decided to shoot my shot at Jamie Kennedy, but never got a response. For Jamie Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, I'd like to get Jamie Kennedy on this show. That would rule. All right, let's hold off on the rest, and we will come back. All Mal right, Malibu's most wanted. Yes, exactly. Right. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Oh, I I like him from Scream, but yes, also that. Uh, we're gonna move on to Chelsea Handler, guys. So you have been forewarned that unfortunately there is a video to go along with this. Should we start with the video, Mary, or should we just go right into it? Um. Well, basically, Chelsea Handler oh, <laughs> has uh, made a video topless recently telling men that they should get a vasectomy um, because it's a feminist move. Should we watch so, it? Yeah, let's All just, right. Here let's we just go. react to the horror. It's You've been warned, guys. Hold on. Is there audio problems here? Oh, hello. It's me, Chesty Handlerberg. You caught me giving myself a mammogram. All good, you two. As a woman with natural breasts, not that that has anything to do with this, it is time to explore vasectomies. Since the beginning of time, women have been ducking and diving and dodging pregnancy face first or Pikachu first. And frankly, they're exhausted. We've had to listen to men say things like, Oh, but using a condom doesn't feel so good. Or, can't you just take birth control? Enough, you horny little pigs in blankets. Do you know how painful it is to get an IUD placed? It feels like a mousetrap in your uterus. And sometimes those things don't even catch all the mice. And birth control? You think I want to be an adult woman with acne? Or have mood swings? Or get a period so heavy it feels like the Hoover Dam just broke? I don't. Everybody already hates women enough. I don't need my insides to join in on the fun. Women are tired of making concessions for men, especially in the bedroom. We have already been through enough letting you wear socks while you penetrate us. So man up, men, and if you can't do that, enjoy the company of your hand. Vasectomies. One snip and that's it. So I would rather grotesque. I would rather rub my hand with sandpaper before oh, touching her. Sorry. Like <laughs> Um I it's just the unnecessary crudeness. It, is really what bothers me about female comics these days. Like, why are the only jokes you can make about Mo your genitalia vagina, yeah. and sex? Like, that's it. And I don't like when male comics do it either. It's not creative, but like, it seems to be the only thing that the female comics rely on for Clapter, basically. Yeah. And she doesn't even have an audience for this. Um, it's just odd when Chelsea Handler, the self-proclaimed feminist is on the same page with the red pill uh puas like recently i saw a tweet from at rational male that said the quickest path to becoming a high value man number one don't get married two avoid family creation three vasectomy in your 20s four lift consistently five eliminate sedations six learn game and networking seven play to your strengths build wealth and eight resist easing up on your focus i think chelsea handler would get on board with that message because I, it means that men won't 
start families. I, I think it's so telling that there's a twenty dollar one right there. Hold on, dude. Uh, CK said Chelsea oh. Handler, the human epitome of doth protest too much. Kinda like because she goes she goes so hard one. in one direction. She goes so hard in one direction though, and I think I think there's a fair statement there. Two more there. Uh, big super chat from Joe Schmo thirty two electric boot. Welcome back, Joe Schmo. Said I don't want to hear about Chelsea, so I'd like to say Guardians Three rocked. Didn't want, didn't need to be an MCU expert to get it. The villain's motivation was that he did not believe in God and therefore did not value life. I'm going to see it this week. So Interesting. We'll be seeing it. Bullet Shepherd said, "Not just my opinion. FBI before they were woke. <laughs> the FBI is woke now. That's the problem. Yeah. Investigated and." Venona Papers? I thought it was the Venora Papers. I could be wrong with that. Revealed Oppenheimer to be a member of the Communist Party in the USA. Also met with foreign commies. There you go. Interesting. I do want to go back up to apparently, uh, I want to, let's spend a couple of minutes on each of these because these were big super chats. I do agree that Chelsea Handler uh, does, uh, she makes too many comments. Thank you. Alec Baldwin agrees. Alec Baldwin doesn't like Chelsea Handler either. Can you tell? Jesus. He's He's gonna. It's the it's the gunshots for me. That was Kellen's idea. That was Kellen's idea. That was the. Uh, I would never be so insensitive, until I, I was like, that's disgusting. It was one bullet, not three. I, I was like, Kellen, that's disgusting. I love it. Let's do it. I, again. Uh, Look, Ch- Chelsea Handler does protest too much, and she focuses too much on this stuff, right? Like it's all she does, just yeah. like Emrata. All they do for a living at this point is complain about men. Yeah. Like, just stop associating with men if you hate them it, so much. It's also but you're a the... sex addict, so you won't. Well, it's also in the Taylor Swift camp of, like, maybe after 30 bad experiences, it's time to start considering the possibility that you're the huh. problem. Yeah, you're the common denominator and, in all and, of your failed relationships with men. And what she says I in this, um, what I get from this video from her is that there is an eternal struggle for women to make sure that they can take as little responsibility as possible for any in, in, in all aspects of their life. Uh, this is a broad generalization, but you know what? In the free world, you are responsible for your own body. So if a guy says to you, oh, I don't want to wear a condom, then you choose to either not have sex with him or you take the birth control or you, or you abstain or you let him do it and risk the consequences. You're a free human being. You're supposedly an adult. You can make these decisions for Isn't yourself. Isn't Chelsea Handler postmenopausal anyway? She doesn't have to worry about pregnancy anymore. There you go. It's over for her. See but anyway, <laughs> it's it's kind of ironic that she's complaining about the negative effects on your health that come from taking hormonal birth control. You're only allowed to complain about those negative effects when you're doing it to shame men into getting vasectomies or taking some form of birth control themselves, which they're trying to develop and failing There's at. There's two, two more $20 ones right there. One from Fresh Meat 999, yes. which is not one I've ever seen before. <laughs> Since you guys are in your eras so much, if you go through an Italian phase, is it a marinara? <laughs> <laughs> well, I eat pizza like Good every. One. I eat pizza like every weekend, so I, I'm pretty much always in my marinara. Love that for like, you. That's, that's, that's pretty much always true. It, it was serving. Was, uh, for, for the most part. Oh, that was, good. Okay. that was good. And then one from Convincing, Convincing Reality. Reality said she's beyond the point it matters if someone is firing blanks. Odd that these types of women would rather have the sum total of their potential random flings sterilized than say, quote, not without a rubber or sterilize themselves. That's what I'm saying. Also, maybe what she should do, what we should really test is whether it works because we just found out that, who was it? Not Was it Jack Nicholson? 
Who is it that just had his seventh kid? Robert Robert De Niro. That was Nick Cannon, right? No, Robert De Niro just had his seventh. Oh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers for Nick Cannon. Right, but, yeah. But, yeah. but he's 79, <laughs> so having a kid at 79 is impressive. Uh, is it? I thought that it didn't matter for men what, no, you're, what age you're, they are. Uh, I believe your sperm count definitely starts to deplete it after does. a certain period it of does. time. So he's like, literally in one of the articles, it said, like, my swimmers are strong. <laughs> you <laughs> know? It's uh, so unbecoming to be 50-something and still be like, my angles, I'm hot. You know, yes. it's like J-Lo's like, dude, J-Lo, grow. Like, yeah, but J-Lo's smoking hot Go stuff, so home. Allowed. See, I'm allowed to be a hypocrite here. See, J-Lo can do it all she wants because J-Lo's smoking I, hot. Chelsea Handler, uh, <laughs> she basically just looks like a bunch of like, Ugh. I think no. she's still good looking, but that's not the point, though. It's about <clears throat> like the d- dignity that you're supposed to have in that later stage of life. I feel like Kate Middleton perfectly embodies this, is that when you're no longer in the prime of your beauty and your youth, um, then there's something more meaningful that you should be engaging in in life as a woman. But now that we have uh, taken away from women what makes them so potent and different and unique, which is their capacity to create and sustain life, then they're kind of this awkward third thing that we don't really know what to do with in society. And then they end up making cringy videos on Instagram like Chelsea Handler. Um, yeah, I heard any swapping bodily fluids with Chelsea Handler is how the devil gets inside you. So <laughs> wow. I'm going to avoid. You could say that for a lot of women, actually. Yes, that's, these that's, days. that's probably absolutely true. You know, you never know if there's a portal to hell down there. <laughs> well, I mean, it's more than likely like if you fall for the if you fall into the portal hell from Chelsea Handler, that's your own fault. Like you should have been warned off way before you got to that point. Like I'm just saying, right? Yeah. Um, she also made another video on Instagram I wanted to, to react to about one night stands, essentially claiming that they are a, a building block of your personality. <laughs> I mean, hers, yeah. Uh, sounds like. I know. Stand game. Nothing. But there's another 20 buck one. You like oh, and oh, thank God. Go ahead. High Voltage 75 said, I just read about De Niro. There is a 51 year age difference between wow. his oldest child and the new one. <laughs> His oldest child is old enough to be its grandparent. Oh my Ella. god! It's Maybe crazy. even its great grandparent. I don't think we know the sex of the baby. That yet, is right. That is amazing. That's wild. I would rather talk about that than Chelsea Handler in whatever the f- she's wearing here. <laughs> you don't like faster. Maybe you don't like missionary or cowgirl or a reverse triple axle back handspring into a double tuck. That's because you'd break your hip if you did that. <laughs> Grandma, I dated a figure skater once. You know how you can figure all that out right away? A one night stand. Plus, she she really is pushing for like the degradation. Like this is of literally someone be possessed bad, by demons. Like, <laughs> and as somebody who doesn't give a crap if somebody has one night stands, there's a large gap between me not caring if you do it and me telling society that it's a inherently good thing to help advance She's, your yeah. personality. Yeah. She's like a horny teenage boy. Like I don't get it. Nobody tries as hard as they do on the first time. Let's face it. Here's the best part. If you didn't enjoy it, you never have to see that person again. Time saved. That sounds like a cope. Nobody ever wants to see her again. And she's like, yeah. It's like Chelsea Handler when her ability to pair bond has just been destroyed. Uh, it's so it's so I close. don't even know. I don't even want to know how many digits are in that body count. I know. It's She's walked triple. the earth for too long. <laughs> it's got to be triple. It's insane. Um, and I saw I saw a tweet this morning where someone said, like, it's supposed to be a white pill that the average body count for women in, in the U.S. is like under 10. Under 10. 
<laughs> you know, the, like where are our standards anymore? She's triple digits, a hundred percent. Maybe even more than that. That's um, no way. A thousand. <laughs> She, um, uh, you know, I mean, at the very least, she's keeping a lot of STD clinics dude, it's gotta be so in, in business, I'm sure. It's actually plausible that it's close to a thousand. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, she's preaching to people that this is the correct lifestyle. Well, yeah, it's just, it's all so gross and makes me like, no, just no. And then all of the comments I saw were just Go queen. Yeah, like one said, uh, did someone say coronation? Because the new queen has just been crowned. Uh, <laughs> thank you for this important PSA, penis service announcement. Are there are are there, <laughs> are there male analogs to this nowadays? Like, are men allowed to? to... <sighs> I mean, what do you the, mean? The red pill community. It's literally the the red pill men because. Yeah, but that's not mainstream. I'm talking mainstream. I'm, it's I'm, becoming it's dude, incredibly are, mainstream. Andrew they're not Tate. hanging out in the same circles as Chelsea. They Hanson. are the internet right now. But Andrew Tate is, as he says, he is the most influential person on the internet for men, especially young men. I'm talking which more, is like I, I'm talking with the Hollywood space. That's the internet space. I'm talking the Hollywood space. She's a mainstream preaching to normies. Well, in the Hollywood space, the women get all the platform. Yes. So yeah. it doesn't really well, that's, matter that, anyway. Well, that's why the but question I'm asking. I you said, can is have there even... more influence on the internet yeah. just tweeting at an audience yeah. at this point than having the traditional medium. And the, the tweet that I read out telling men that they should become a high value man by getting a vasectomy and never having a family and making money until they're well late in life. Yeah. It's actually just liberal feminism, but repackaged for men. It's the same thing. It's get your bag queen, but for men. I mean, it's, but it's, it's like boxed wine and cat litter for men but for it's the, the men, same thing for a lot of like oh there's a 20 dollar one right there from ck uh you can tell she's absolutely terrified yeah. of getting older losing cultural relevance being invisible to younger men irrelevant among younger women she's right on course to adopting five chihuahuas or a small african child uh Isn't i don't know I, I don't even think she'd go that route i don't think she likes i don't think she likes children or kids i i don't think she would do that i think she's too selfish to do that i think a lot of people in Hollywood who don't want to go about the traditional route of uh, surprise, surprise, having sex and then getting pregnant from having sex, they adopt a bunch of African children instead. See, Robert De Niro hates, or uh, uh, Alec Baldwin hates Chelsea Handler so much he went off twice in this segment. It was, uh, you're right, it wasn't three gunshots. Yeah. It wasn't three gunshots. Fake news, we're fake news here. <laughs> Just uh, whatever you guys do, if Chelsea Handler's walking by you, walk the opposite direction and then take some type of antibiotic when you're done. Just if you're in the same air. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Uh, it's also ironic that she started this video topless because it's just totally unrelated. It's got nothing to do with it. And then She's we'll just... complain about being objectified by men. Yeah. Like the only reason that people clicked on the video is because your tits are out. They want to be objectified. They just want to be objectified on their terms. It's about clinging to that plausible deniability. Yeah. I also, I get annoyed when people talk about, we, I was actually talking to someone yesterday about the argument of like, uh, when men, like when women dress up to go out, right? And they say like, they say, we, we do it for us. And then people say, no, you do it for the attention of men. But the truth is, the answer is somewhere closer to the middle. Everyone wants to look good and feel good. 
And when you get to the attention of the opposite sex or whoever you're interested in, that validation fuels that feeling. It's never so black and white as one or the other. It's, it's for themselves. It's for other women. It's for gay men. It's for straight men. Yeah. Everyone has mixed intentions in doing things. But honestly, people don't even try to look good anymore. So. And I never want to know what the handler is. Nobody best ever tell me or describe whatever the hell. What did she call herself? Like Chester? Chesty. Chesty Handlerberg? Yeah. It was, uh, they said, said it up here. It was like Chesty. Why? Because she's awful. Who writes this material for her? I know it's not hers. Chesty Handelberg. Also remember, this isn't something that she just whipped up in in like posted, oh my gosh, I'm so funny. There's editing that went into this. There's sound effects. scripting, lighting. Like it's BS. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I literally feel my brain going into sleep mode with this story. Just think if her dad, if her dad (laughs) had taken her advice, we wouldn't have to deal with this. Oh no. Just saying, just saying. I won't say that. It just. Uh, uh, hey, I'm just taking her thoughts to the logical conclusion that if her dad had listened to her, she we wouldn't have to hear about this. It's crap. also just still not even holding men accountable for their uh, their side, the the culpability that they have that they share for casual sex <clears throat> being the norm now and like hookup culture and promiscuity. Mm. It's still not holding them accountable. It's just coming up with a band-aid solution yeah. that doesn't make them stop using women as receptacles for masturbation. <laughs> if anything, it encourages it. encourages it yeah. to continue and, and become even more widespread. But um, I think more people are waking up to that, you know, being a problem and possibly... Yeah. You know, you know, looking the, for commitment. The term cope initially can sound like a dismissive insult, but in all honesty, pretty much every time I've seen people use cope, it's fairly accurate. Yeah. Like th- this is textbook a cope. Well, it's also, it's hard to, to know for sure because like we're kind of attributing our own interpretation of why she's doing this on there, but it makes sense. Right. I wanted to address this too. We we talked about this before the show. Vasectomies aren't actually uh, reversible. Not always. Uh, <laughs> it's or not. A... It's not that cut and dry. Yeah. Um, ah, it's not that cut and dry. That snip and dry. <laughs> snip and dry. But um, I yeah, I looked it up, and they say that it's reversible as a marketing ploy. Basically, uh, the longer that you go without reversing it, the less likely it is that it's possible to reverse it. Really. So with each passing year, you're less likely to be able to reverse it. Um, and that means that it would basically sterilize a bunch of men in their, in their early twenties. Well, she would love that Uh, because they're all nihilists. What do you do with them then? Because once, once you have this permanent class of, uh, sorry, we've got one from Nate Parrott. Uh, if it was for themselves, women would be dressed to the nines at home. Well, how do you know they're not? Are you in their homes? Yeah, uh, Nate. <laughs> uh, I've done that. Well, I'm all I'm saying is you that it's, your, it's never like... it's never so cut and dry as to put all the blame or culpability one place, right? Like everyone yeah. who goes out and wears something and hopefully wears something that they feel like they look good in, yes, you want to look good to other people. That's human look good to other people. That's human nature, but you also want to look good for yourself. But it's about the attention from the other person as well. So it's always falls somewhere closer to the middle. Nobody wants to go out or should want to go out knowing they look like crap. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. 
at the very end, it's like, and I don't dress up when I go out, but I just wear stuff that I feel confident enough in because it's what I like to wear. Right. It's just, it's never, nobody ever admits that these things are never so cut and dry. And that's one of the hardest parts about a lot of shows like this or when you talk about topics like this, because everyone wants to put the blame or the cause to one area where it sounds the most shocking. And it's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the point I'm making is, if all of these men watching the video listened to her and took her instructions, they got vasectomies, they never create families, they never have uh, marriage because that's antiquated, right? Yep. Um, they're going to become the lonely incels that are dangerous to society that the media class in Hollywood keeps complaining about. Men who are alienated like that are dangerous to society. It's a fact. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what problem she thinks she's she's solving she's well she's not solving a societal problem she's just trying to make sure that she can have as much sex as possible without having to worry about getting pregnant without having she's to do... 48 she's not gonna get yeah. pregnant she wants to make <laughs> That's sure the craziest that... part of this video she doesn't have to worry about getting pregnant anymore she wants to make sure that as many women as possible don't have to take responsibility for their own reproductive health it is definitely as one person said rooted in a deep resentment and envy of younger women who still have a chance at at living a more fulfilled life yeah it seems that way yeah all right we got some super chats there mary let's do it yes uh no tax good tax said what gives her the right to tell men how they should handle their reproductive health care there you go perfectly reasonable question no testicles no opinion <laughs> oh where's the sign i need to make that sign <laughs> grofty said handler will resort resort to extreme plastic surgery Think so? Yeah. If she hasn't already. Yeah. Oh, she. I mean, she come still on. looks recognizable to before, but um. Well, maybe the quicker she's already she does that, the less probably have gotten to tons to of Botox. <sighs> Michael Alio said the Chelsea Handler vids remind me of how witches prey on young women to steal their youth. <laughs> she's trying so hard to pretend she's young. Hello, fellow kids. She says while holding a skateboard. Hello, fellow kids. I'm still at an age where I could bear a child. Exactly. Wink, wink. All right. Let us move on. Mary, tell us all about Elizabeth Holmes now that she's back in the news. Yes. So the last time that we heard from Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of Theranos, it was in 2016, and she just did her first interview since then yesterday in the New York Times. And I was kind of shocked uh, to find this out because I just finished the dropout on Hulu uh, where she was played by Amanda Seyfried. I want to kind of explain if you guys don't know what the whole situation is about, what the whole scandal was. Go for it. So um, she made this company called Theranos when she was like 18, 19 years old. And it was a charade the whole time. Uh, mm. And she was basically found out when she was about 30, 32 range. Uh, basically, it sold a product slash service that uh, you could prick someone's finger and get a drop of their blood and it would perform the same blood tests that vials of their blood would, right? Yeah. So you could test them for diseases, test their vitamin levels, stuff that has like serious consequences for their health care. Um, and it was all a sham the entire time. The machines that they used didn't work. Uh, what they did was they would take a drop of that person's blood and dilute it in water and then just use the same machines that they use for normal blood tests and just give them fake results. Uh, so it gave people fake cancer diagnosis. What? It gave them fake HIV diagnosis, fake miscarriage diagnosis. Literally, like, made people think that they were on the, the brink of death 
by getting fake test results. And then her, her excuse is like, but don't you feel great now that you know that that's not true? And you know what? She got away with it because a lot of people felt good about themselves and pat themselves on the back because they wanted to see a girl boss with red lipstick on the cover of Forbes magazine in the 30 under 30 list. So what you're telling me is that when a woman... <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stop myself before I say. I just no, please continue. Saying what please the hell I was gonna say. Nope, never mind. All right. I just want right. to say right here, if I saw, Woo. she looks absolutely, <laughs> she looks batshit crazy in this photo. She has the crazy eyes. She she has sure. the eyes of a psychopath. She really does. Yeah, uh, I don't know how anyone ever fell for this. <laughs> like I but see she those was eyes. Kind of like a messiah of girl bossery. I don't think, like, when I see those eyes, I don't see somebody who wants to give me a, a cancer diagnosis or a can you know, tell me information about my health situation. That looks like somebody who throws your clothes out the second floor of, an, of a house <laughs> while, while screaming at you and she threatening looks like to an light an expert it gaslighter. Yes, absolutely. And that's exactly what she was. Um, <laughs> she also was notorious for speaking with this fake, hoarse, low voice that's more, like, commanding than... A young woman would ordinarily have, and does she do the, Does she do this? She would, yeah. It, I, Steve Jobs is her idol. In the portrayal by Amanda Seyfried, she would constantly purse her lips and like nod at you, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, when you're doing something revolutionary, people should ask questions. Asking questions is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just wouldn't answer any of your questions. So she's, she's just insanely high. <laughs> yeah, uh, crazy, crazy eyes. Um, so basically this piece in the New York Times was a total puff piece. Uh, and I don't mean that love, in, in exaggeration at all. Because they love criminals. They the love criminals. And it's, it's feminist if you're female into criminal. She's got to have a Netflix show soon. Well, well they already did yeah. that on Hulu. But they oh, were also yeah? going to do... They were, they were all... How do I know? They were going to do a movie of her played by Jennifer Lawrence. But then Jennifer Lawrence backed out of it. I think because of the Hulu series. Probably because she found out she couldn't be the first female to, to right, end exactly. up screwing she over She wouldn't be shattering that glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also Kate McKinnon was in the running yeah. for the Hulu show before Amanda Seyfried. But anyway, this this article is just absolutely bonkers insane. Uh, here, I'll just read some quotes. Um, one, Miss Holmes' defenders said that the feverish coverage of her downfall felt like a witch trial, less rooted in what actually happened at Theranos, and more of a message to ambitious women everywhere. Don't girl boss too close to the sun, or this could happen to you. If you're they going they to can't even commit fraud. <laughs> it's like fraud. You could literally kill people doing this. And they're like, you know what? It's fine, because you're shattering the glass ceiling. Yeah. And that's fine. They basically excused her of all of her uh, deception because she had to do that because people underestimated her. She's I could just imagine. They the, underestimated the product that didn't exist. I could just imagine yeah. the editor in the newsroom be like, yes, it's time for women to be bloodthirsting psychopaths. Yep. Get over it. You underestimated someone who uh, wasn't who they said they were. Good for you. Can I say, <laughs> this is the sickest part of me. But some of my favorite videos on the internet is people that have been recently fired from like Google, BuzzFeed, being like, this is what I do as an unemployed yes. single woman at DC. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, There's yes. the one lady who's like getting the call that I just lost my job. 
<laughs> go get that twenty dollar coffee crying. again. Like, this, like here I am applying for unemployment. Like, like that's <laughs> and, no, and look, and nobody's laughing at, at people who who lose their job. It's that's not no. that's not good. No. However, I will. except for Elizabeth Holmes, I'm <laughs> except laughing for at her. like I'm just, I'm just, I'm seriously like her her former sorority sister was quoted here saying, "There's an unspoken lesson for female executives. You're allowed to be successful." but not too successful. Yeah, that was definitely Elizabeth Holmes's crime is she was just too successful. Wasn't, she was too much of a girl boss. Wasn't there a point in time when like three of the main arms dealers in America, like arms manufacturers were all run by women? I think that was like Boeing. Really? Um, yeah, there was a time when like a bunch of like our weapons manufacturers were like run by women. I was like, interesting. I was like, as long as they're not the ones operating those weapons. Yes. Um, when told that Jennifer Lawrence pulled out of portraying her in a movie, Elizabeth Holmes replied, quote, they're not playing me. They're playing a character I created. The so maybe just the character should go. Maybe just the character palpable. should go to jail, not her. And why did she create that public persona, I ask? I believed it would be how I would be good at business and taken <laughs> seriously and not taken as a little girl Hell or a yeah. girl who didn't have good technical ideas. Newsflash, you were a little girl who didn't have good technical ideas. So you're correct. Your imposter syndrome wasn't imposter syndrome. You just were an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> like that's insane. Here I am every day worrying about whether I can do this job or not. And she's over here like, so what if the product I made doesn't actually exist? Her feigned low <laughs> voice was, quote, a sign of the impossible gymnastics that female founders must perform to be taken seriously. Tell that to all of the women who run like, uh, like there's, fe there's female heads of modeling agencies that don't need to do a deep voice to, to gain attention or respect. Gay men certainly don't have to. Sorry, like not a thing. When I was young... I wanted to be a journalist so bad, oh, wow. but, but for okay. moral reasons, because in my mind, it's like, oh, like what could be more moral than, than a journalist? Well, you know? okay. I will say theoretically journalists aren't totally trash Did because a journalist, a journalist at the Wall Street Journal was the one that blew the cover on Theranos to begin with. Fair. But imagine being the person that gets assigned. Listen, so you got to defend this lady that would give people fake diagnoses. <laughs> Okay, and the person that, oh, I'm being really good at self-censoring today. And that person's going to be like on it, mm -hmm. you know. And, Got it, boss. But how? How do you do it, you know? It's just they're, they're so freely doling out these sympathy brownie points to Elizabeth Holmes when she could have killed people. In fact, she almost kind of did because one of her employees was threatened so harshly to stay at the company and was like harassed by private investigators until he killed himself. He literally wow. killed himself while working at this company because he used to be their head of chemistry and when he started asking questions about the chemistry, they just put him in a desk job up in the, the front office. And they were like, just sit here and do nothing all day for four years. And he was like, shit, I have to stay here to have health care for my cancer. Oh my God. Dude. And then he killed himself. So. Yeah, quite literally, this is exposing <laughs> wow. the monstrousness of women, dude. which is a taboo in our society that we can't talk about. Dude, that isn't it though? Isn't that like the taboo? Like and that's why these shows keep doing so well because people love the female true crime stories. We're not allowed to criticize women except for when they literally murder people. <laughs> um, 
And even then, it's a stretch. So, well, what did he do to deserve it? That's the it's the female version of why was he dressed that way? There were a lot of I I actually listed out here the reasons that they're trying to get you to sympathize with her. Number one, she has a story of being raped when she was in college in 2003 that changed the trajectory of her life and made her drop out of school to start her business. Okay. And uh, the cops didn't. Uh, press charges and no one believed her because it was 2003 and we live in a patriarchy have you guys ever watched shark tank yeah dude in shark tank every time a pitch is going down it's like listen i was molested at 12 like they just they literally just go for it every time and the trauma dumping ensues every time they just start crying like "Ah, ah, ah," and it's like okay well you got a pitch all right, here's a million dollars. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Um, she now volunteers 12-hour shifts to a rape crisis hotline because she's such a good person. Um, another thing, she is now a doted mother to two babies. One is a son named William, and another is a daughter named Invicta, which means invincible in Latin. Oh, my God. And she has a dog named Teddy, and she's in love with her boyfriend, Billy. Maybe Billy tried to sell her a birth control pill that you could take with just a prick of the finger. It's so funny. They asked Billy, what do you do for work while he was taking work calls? And he was like, oh, you know, just investing in businesses and stuff. And he just wouldn't elaborate. (laughs) So he's probably doing a different scam entirely. Um, She's now buried in legal fees that she will never get to pay. Boo-hoo, so sad. When does she go to jail? It's supposed to be... Well, it keeps getting delayed because Mm -hmm. she keeps getting pregnant. <laughs> really? And that's another that's thing. That's kind of incredible. You can just do that forever. Just until like like by the time she's done, she's gonna be forty years old. Yeah. She just keep getting pregnant. She's and like she reverse she Chelsea like Handler. Strategically <laughs> files appeals with her pregnancies and she's like breastfeeding a court and stuff. Um so she's gonna be facing eleven uh, over eleven years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably less when it's all said and done, but eleven years right now. Eleven is a years. Sentence. I feel like any guy would be like ten. You know times what's less. worse? Her boyfriend, who was the co-conspirator in all of this, who ran the company with her since two thousand nine, he got thirteen years. Obviously, and he's serving it right now. Hell yeah! Um, and also, she now claims that that same boyfriend, Sonny Balwani, abused and controlled her and the company, and hid all of their shady tech secrets from her. Through the entire process. Oh, she so never she was so just, she's also dumb. She was just a, a sweet yeah. little innocent baby who was lied to about the technology. <laughs> and he was the mean man that met her See, when she was 18 and indoctrinated her and, and made her a, his plaything. It's amazing how being a girl boss is also very much akin to being a toddler. Yeah, isn't yeah. that funny? Lock uh, her from, up. Dude. From uh, <laughs> from Sunny Bell, from Jeez. her to Sunny Belwani, you are the breeze in de- in desert for me, my water and ocean, meant to be uh, only together, tiger. Meant to be only together. Yeah, tiger. they would call each other Belwani. Tiger. Okay. <laughs> and the phys- physiognomy on her is undefeated. She, uh, um, <laughs> as she explained it, Sunny Balwani kept close control over her every action. Of course, she detailed extensive domestic abuse and sexual assault. She said that Sunny Balwani forced her to stop speaking to family and friends. She didn't have friends. That's a lie. And pressured her to adopt the black turtleneck red lipstick persona. Quote, he always told me I needed to kill Elizabeth so I could become a good entrepreneur. This doesn't even sound real. This sounds like a movie. Yeah. And they made a movie about it. American Psycho, yeah. Ugh. She lived by his entrepreneurial tenets that included not sleeping for more than five hours, going vegan, <laughs> drinking green juice, getting to the office daily by 5 a.m. and not drinking alcohol. 
You ever seen that video? Like the, the it's the video where he goes, he's like, it's like every financial podcast. He's like, you wake up at two thirty in the morning and you make an LLC. Now you own NBC. You sell NBC and you buy a Komodo dragon. And it's like, it's like he's like he's like, and then you fast for like three hundred and seventy-two months. And she fell for the meme. Yeah, she did um, basically. Here's her playing dumb. Quote, it was only when people started to raise questions about the company that I started to see uh, he was not who I thought he was in the business. And then that made me start to question everything else. Oh, that, what a legend. <laughs> Women really do exist on easy mode. I'm sorry. And in, I mean, in the show, in the dropout, there's this incredible scene where they're alone and they're getting found out and this piece in the wall street journal comes out and she starts heavy gaslighting him to make him think it was his scheme <clears throat> all along so she's like if you did something wrong then you can just tell me i care about you and we can fix it together like but i need you to tell me if you did something wrong because i don't know <laughs> and he's like, didn't you sign she was this like, form? She's you know, like, we met so long ago. Like, you've been in my life for so long since I was what, barely eighteen. <laughs> Dude, I I am legitimately fascinated by female psychopathy. <laughs> like that chick that you should watch the show. Then well, it's because maybe yeah, it's because male uh, male psychopathy is often more brutal and uh, like physically brutal, whereas female psychopathy is way more terrifying. I think it's because you can only die once. You can die a thousand deaths from a female psychopath. I, I think it's because when guys get caught, they just become sulking and they they're they just brooding and like, oh my god, whatever's coming is gonna be horrible. But when yeah. when women get caught, they just like they start wailing and like, I, I don't know what happened. They're like, what? I don't know what happened. Is this wrong? Did, I don't know what's being right. And then they just they, and it's working. It's, I mean, in this example, it is literally working. People in the media are now sympathizing with her. That's why, honestly, Jesse Smollett is kind of genius because he would just went the chick mode. He kind of did. Yeah. Tried and true method of getting people to believe you. Uh, this is. Um... It's not just females who can be whammon, apparently. Um, also, another funny detail. After the company was dissolved and she ended her relationship with Sonny Balwani, she immediately found a new boyfriend who was in his early 20s, and that is Billy Evans. They went to Burning Man together. Oof. And she, at Burning Man, burned an effigy of Theranos to mourn the loss of her company. And ever since has just been living her dream life on the run with the love of her life. Don't you love that trajectory? Just for remember, her? guys, women can be evil too. <laughs> and it's so funny how this stupid journalist openly admits that she's falling for it. It's like she's she's gentle and honest in, in a quiet way. <laughs> and and you just you can't help but listen to her and believe her and just be taken into her fantasy. It's almost like that's what made the whole con <laughs> like, work in the first that's place. That's why she was a cult leader. She likes bagels. Nice job. But with like not bagels. too much cream cheese. Like, it's like what your job as a journalist is to question and doubt everything that you're hearing. Yep. Instead of idolizing the person that you're interviewing. That's insane. I'm just, uh, I just can't anymore with these people. I can't. I have seen Elizabeth Holmes fan cams. Oh my goodness. And Anna Sorokin, but even Anna Sorokin is not nearly as bad of a person, obviously, because all she did was trick other rich people into thinking that she was rich. Yeah. What are chicks going to do when we have like AI lawyers? 
and AI, AI lo- lawyers. Yeah, and AI lawyers like she is being emotionally manipulative <laughs> to reframe the crime. We need to recalibrate it. Yeah, just, I can't with it. Like, Those are going to be biased. As I, hell. Like <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, like if you look at this picture and you don't get the fear that something is off, you're just you haven't looked. You need to spend more time. Go to the mall. She's, go yeah. to an airport. People watch more because if you see this face, run. She Plus, can't smile. I wonder if she's watched the show as well. She's so self-obsessed, she might have. And she's one of those women who I fully you know, admit that I'm one of them, who you can see the whites around her iris all the time. Like, like the, oh, the, yeah, the, you can see like the... Yeah, it's like if you if their eyes are wide enough that you can when see around the when eyeball, you're introducing yeah. a new technology, people should ask questions. And that's a good thing. Like she's literally in villain pose, like the ha ha, like the <laughs> Mr. Burns. Yeah, she's like yeah. Mr. Burns. Excellent. <laughs> and the sick part is like after she got exposed, she was calling up all her investors and board members and being like, "This is obviously just sexism. They don't like to see a woman Hell in yeah. power." Does she kind of look like Chelsea Clinton to anyone? Little bit, a lot, but a lot skinnier. Of it. Like yeah. Really skinnier. Like, um, I mean, there you go. Family hotter. of psychopaths. There you go. But she's not high enough that I not think hotter. she could really get away with this. But she did it. She's just a different four, you know. Okay. All right. Let's let's move on. Yeah. Shall we? Let's let's move on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, afra- I'm afraid I'm gonna start investing in Theranos if we stay on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna make an article with Guest.com. Like, well, actually. Yeah, I think Theranos is a fantastic idea. I think it was just misunderstood because of sexism and the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. There's a couple there. Uh, okay. There's one uh, one at the bottom there. Disco Jensen said, yep. you can be openly misandressed on YouTube, but criticizing feminism is not allowed. I feel like we're allowed to. We, we criticize feminism here. Maybe that's why. Our, maybe or are we shadow they're, banned? They're shadow banning us. Like if people have been suggesting we should go to, we should also start uploading to Rumble. Uh, I'm starting to wonder if maybe it might be, it might be an interesting experiment to see how the show does on Rumble if we uploaded there as well. Possibly. So, and one more. Another one from Disco Jensen. Make mental institutes great again. Is that MEGA? I, I, I think they Go were ta- USA, I love you. <laughs> uh, in IRL, they were talking about how before Reagan, there was like... <laughs> they shut them all down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big... A lot of people have a problem. I mean, I'm one of those people that I have a hard time with that one because on one hand, I'm like, yes... Uh, it Ugh. certainly feels like they, they we could use a few more mental mental institutions, but at the same time, I'm also not a fan of like are these commitments by family members? Are they commitments by the state? And then you get into body sovereignty, and it becomes a whole thing. I also wonder about how much of the mental illness we see nowadays is amplified by the fact that you're watching it on social media, where people are incentivized to act like buffoons. I, look, when you have no ID and you live in a tent and you're just strung the F out, defecating on the street and harassing people, I don't think you have bodily sovereignty anymore. I mean, but they, but they live You've in states where the government up. where the government uh, incentivizes it and tells you yeah, to do I, it. Yeah, I know. So and that's is, a bad thing. Is that their fault entirely, or is that also the state's fault for not... It's, it's both. It's, but it's, they, I think they deserve better, and I think everybody around them deserves better as well but it, but the, here's the thing a lot of times when they try to solve the homeless crisis what the problem they run into is that these people simply don't want the help we yeah, can't exactly. make we can't make them uh, you can though you cannot the crazy part is that you can you you cannot or you shouldn't you shouldn't be allowed to just make wow. decisions for someone brett says a should or shouldn't statement on the show there. never thought i would hear that yeah. Uh, Chicken Bacon Skinwalker Ranch said, are y'all aware of Gladiator 2 currently in production with 
Pedro Pascal and Denzel. Is that old news? Yeah, uh, no, uh, no. What's his name in the movie um, from the uh, Russell Crowe from the original Gladiator? He said he's, he's all old now. Well, I mean, Denzel he, Washington's no yeah. spring chicken. He either, was but, awful yeah. in The Pope's Exorcist. I'm done with Russell. They Crow. are not investing in young actors at all. They completely gave up on him, unless it's uh, Zendaya and that. Incredibly effeminate-looking guy. Holland. Tom Holland, her, her, or, Tim, or, or, Tim, or, or Timothy Chalamet, Timothy Chalamet, or uh, her other. Beau. I bet you we could name. I bet you we could name a couple of younger male actors. Austin Butler. Austin Butler is one. There you go. Um, Army Scott, Hammer. They tried to make Scott Eastwood a thing for a while, and they but they're start, all buck broken. You know, they are. And they tried to make Scott Eastwood a thing for a while. They tried to make Scott Atkins a thing for a while. They definitely tried to make Jai Courtney a thing for a while, and Dude, that never stuck. I've never heard of it. Every time Brett says names, I I feel he's like a random name generator. Just like name, I, I don't know any them of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, Susie McLucy. Scott, Scott Eastwood is Clint Eastwood's son. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, see, I've seen him. Yeah, J- Jai Courtney is just he played Bo- he played uh, Captain Boomerang in Suicide Squad. He was in Terminator Salvation. He was in either Salvation or Genesis, one of the two. He's one of those actors where he's only good when he's playing a bad guy. The second <laughs> they try to make him a good guy, you feel like you're immediately being sold on something. You're like, ah, I don't know how I feel about this. This doesn't work. So mm-hmm. just my just my personal take on it. Let's move on and let's talk about French influencers, shall we? Yes, so France is finally (laughs) cracking down on the influencer problem. They are early to the punch, and I have to applaud them for it. They are about to make regulatory agencies for influencers, and they're about to legally define what an influencer is and start uh, cracking down on all of their scams and, and deceptions. Less so. government is always better. Still my personal take. Even if, <laughs> even if I think the influencers are abhorrent and stupid, I still think the government shouldn't be involved. It's not just influencers, but also mainstream celebrities who have been peddling scams online lately, specifically gambling scams. It's insane. Yesterday I saw one with Jamie Foxx and Vanessa Hudgens uh, really? promoting gambling. Yeah. And what then, the hell does Vanessa Hudgens got to do with gambling? I don't know what Vanessa Hudgens has to do with anything. Like... And then this this article also mentions Lindsay Lohan doing the same thing. Jake Paul did it, which is oh well, that obvious. makes more sense. Like yeah, the Paul brothers sense. doing it makes perfect but sense. Lindsay Lohan, Vanessa Hudgens, Jamie Fox, where like okay. why? Okay, Lindsay Lohan's like, do you remember like she's like, do you remember Mean Girls? Are you a mid thirties woman with a high level job with no husband? Do you have a lot dis- of disposable? Do you have income. a lot of disposable income? Come gamble with me. Look, you know the buy in- shoes. Don't gamble. The incredible thing about the paul brothers at least the the older one logan paul is that they're they're like chick psychopaths but handsome dudes you think because um he he's all about the emotional manipulation have- <laughs> fake cry bpd meltdowns every time he does out for doing something wrong i'll never forget a video he has is like oh i recognize that my white privilege oh, and he's just like yeah. freaking out it's like dude take a breath so francis had enough of influencers and their bullshit so it says here they're going to legally define what an influencer is a new legislation proposed by Voyetta and MP Arthur Delaporte aims to crack down on the types of products and services that influencers advertise to their followers. So it says they're going to create a regularly regulatory framework around influencing in Europe, and it's going to basically ban influencers from promoting cosmetic surgery financial products and services such as cryptocurrencies we've seen a lot of crypto scams oh yeah and, and, and nfts that, that is uh the logan paul 
app was the cryptocurrency yeah. NFT scam, right? The NFTs are also a big He just one. got a bunch of investors, but the app never existed in the first place. The other thing that's funny about this is like, America's like, hold my beer while we pay influencers for the government. Like we're yeah. like, literally the Democrat party <laughs> is, is, is hiring influencers. Right. Like, exactly. I don't know what is worse. They're both bad. So oh my God. they're also about to force creators to disclose when they place filters on photos and videos, their advertisements. And for promotions that they do involving gambling or betting, they will have to add an informational banner warning their followers about the risks of those things. I mean, that's a fair. I mean, like we do that here with uh, well, like even when we have political ads, it says like you have to this ad was paid for by so and so. Sure. Did, uh, did community notes has revolutionized yeah. the game. Oh, yeah. Community notes is incredible. It will call out any fake news post. Yeah. It's insane. Um, the, the ones on the subway, dude, were incredible. They even call out like really? Photoshop like, and yeah. video editing and stuff like that, like video tampering, which I want to talk about the video filter thing. Like if someone is advertising a skincare product or makeup and they have a filter on their face, yeah. is that false advertising or yes. is it just what the big companies have been doing all along? Well, I mean, but it's also like, cause we do that here. Like there's, there's regulations on like how they can advertise food on like the, the products that are used to subset, like to substitute for food. Like they sure, can, but like, it's not as. I mean, they still put glue on cheese in commercials. Like yeah. that's do they not put, against. Okay, rules. Do, do they put? Are they? They're allowed to Photoshop pictures of women that are in Neutrogena ads. Exactly. Yeah. So why should an influencer who is a much smaller fry yeah. not allowed to do the same thing? Yeah. That doesn't seem fair to me. Ah, see, government getting involved. Bad thing. Never a good thing. Influencers bad. We'll government. have to see how it works out for France and but then move forward. It's very. It could be very easily like if the government wants to squash something that they don't like, they could just do that with these regulations. It also like look. As far as I'm concerned, influencers bad. Government always worse. Mm -hmm. um, under this legislation, would Liver King be put in prison? Maybe. Maybe. Like he was selling these vitamin supplements yep. to his followers and his primal diet and the primal diet he was taking tons of steroids to get his physique See, lying should, about it and should. that's a medical outcome like that could have medical consequences for people you know what the good his solution could have been for that he should have just been a steroid influencer i never found he out is. where that lawsuit went like that class action lawsuit that was being yeah. raised against liver yeah. king i need to check on i mean stuff like that takes years uh, yeah i mean they're going to be in court for we'll ages have to see if that sets like a, a precedent what if he was just like hey take steroids like me it says there were a lot of victims of scams from medical practice to financial advice <laughs> people lost hundreds or thousands of euros and sometimes have substantial physical damage from following wrongful medical procedures it was an opportunity to regulate the whole sector an opportunity to regulate they um, love to regulate. And like I said, it, whenever stuff like this comes up, it always leads to abuse either by government or whichever the largest company that can lobby the government wants to put in place so that they can squash the competition. You can kind of take it to its logical conclusion. Like you can't, what, sell an ebook on marketing anymore or you can't be a quote wellness coach because it takes the place of a therapist yeah. or a fitness trainer. I, I don't know. Like where do you draw the line i but i have seen influencers just being absolutely buck wild recently i saw a headline social media influencer convicted of lying about her children's kidnapping 
In 2020, Katie Sorensen posted a widely shared Instagram video in which she claimed that a couple tried to kidnap her two children at a Michael's craft store in California. Those Michael's craft stores can be dangerous, I tell you. That's where I got my first Tamagotchi. People will do anything for clout. Yes, they will. It's been proven over Wait, didn't you see there was a lady in here who was a mom influencer, but she wasn't a mom? Yeah, we've we've got this article of a lot of different stories from uh, people who were influencers, people who knew influencers in real life, and what are they actually like behind the scenes? Um, So one of them says, a person I know became a mom influencer, and she wasn't even a mom. Amazing. She, but it's the perfect excuse, right? Like, I, I don't want to put my kids on camera. It's a privacy thing. Of course. But it you would, still get all the brand deals. It would be like me being a, an influencer for Big and Tall. Dude, that, you think you could use deceptive angles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, like, to, to make myself like, oh, man, it's tough being tall. Dude, mm-hmm. the, I think the next level influencers that I'm like, what are you doing? Is the Gen C financial advisors. The, the ones who, who break the mold and they're lo- no longer afraid to just be like, this is financial advice. I am a financial advisor. But it's like their voice is still cracking. They it's can't like, stop Hi, everyone. making podcasts. FTX is bussing, yo. They can't I got stop 18. making podcasts where they have the stand microphones yeah. that they hold in their laps. The sure, yeah, the, they, they hold it with them. Yep. I've I actually convinced, like, there's, a, there's a, like a wired mic downstairs that I've convinced, like, I've considered using in this job like we're mm-hmm. just so i can move around more freely um but then i'd be out of the frame even more because i'm already a fidgeter how about uh the kind of have the the microphone that goes down oh so now. i can look like i'm on it doing a ted talk a or, or selling a theranos yeah. to, to somebody you can we're be the Tony robinson yeah of about culture. shattering glass ceilings as a Ooh. slavic person yes as a, in a, media as a short slavic person in media i i am here i would almost be able to crack the glass ceiling if i was tall enough but I'm not, so I can't quite get up there. But um, One of these testimonies says, I worked for a girl boss influencer who had her own beauty brand. She was nice sometimes, but was also a horrible boss. Low pay, no benefits. She made me drive her to a different city for a business meeting one time in her car so she wouldn't have to pay me for gas, even though I told her I was uncomfortable with the idea. After a long day, she made sure that I drove to get her food so she could eat, and she didn't offer to get me food, so I ended up asking if we could stop at McDonald's. I worked in marketing, but she Wait, was treating me like her personal assistant. The real Okay, there's two questions here. Did she say yes to letting her get McDonald's? I need to know. And two, like, I want to know what she means by saying, like, mm. I was uncomfortable with the idea. I can imagine that in her mind she said that, but what she actually said was like, oh, I don't know. And then the lady's like, no, it'll be fine. And she's like, okay, fine. Like, did she actually say, I'm uncomfortable doing this? She, or said, did she... she said she said that, but who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, One said, I work with beauty influencers in real life on a daily basis in digital marketing, and we mostly work with people over 250K followers. I have yet to meet any that I can actually stand. The ones we've worked with are the most insufferable, demanding, unprofessional group unprofessional group of people I've ever seen and their agents are just as bad. Dude, I, I worked with one that was like one one of the first big accounts uh, I was ever associated with and this person, she, she basically got paid in clothes they would sponsor her surgeries and her supplements Yeah. and the, the funny thing is she was all about being all natural and she was the most silicone woman being entity See, I've ever nothing met. Nothing wrong with just being like, I'm fake. Just say you're fake. I don't care. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm telling you, like, 
thousands and thousands of dollars in surgeries. Yeah. Yeah. Never ends well. I still say that regulation is not a good idea. And uh, like, I have more concerns about like the fact that the U.S. is now employing influencers via political parties. Like, there should absolutely similar. Okay, similar to how here in the U.S., when you're when you're giving a political ad, right, and you say like, oh. Ron DeSantis uh, took a bunch of trans people hostage when he was 15. And they're like, this ad was sponsored by the Democrat, you know, by so-and-so for governor, right? Like, if you're going to be a political influencer, maybe you should have to have, like, so-and-so is funded by this political party or this cause, which is connected to this political party through well, Act Blue. We see that that's necessary now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean... At the same time, a fool and his money are easily parted, and maybe a fool and his ideology are easily found. Like, uh, if, you, if you fall for some Gen Z kid with mushroom hair yeah. uh, telling you to vote blue no matter who, uh, maybe it's your own fault. I think there are more broccoli zoomers willing to do it for the Republican Party broccoli than the Democrats. Broccoli zoomers is the greatest name ever. <laughs> broccoli zoomer is Small incredible. I, um, I love it. Another testimony here says they were friends with a micro influencer. And that's ten thousand that's ten thousand subscribers or yeah, more. So a lot of people change the definition. I've but. seen a hundred thousand for micro influencer too, but is, right. it, is it I don't know. I've heard ten thousand, I've Different heard a hundred thousand. That's a big person. number difference. I think like, it's ten thousand. So so Mary, you're a I you're, feel like it used to be well you would be too. Uh, on Instagram, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not in this space, but in skating, I would be technically considered a micro-influencer. I think that old Instagram, 10K is like yeah. a lot, but yeah. now it's nothing because there are so many bots and there are so many yeah. scams. You Dude, know? Cernovich retweeted me um, the other day. Oh, yeah. And it was the most horrifying thing in the universe. What did you say? Uh, it, it basically shitting on boomers, okay. per usual. And... All the replies were boomers just telling me to pull myself by the bootstraps. And I was like, I have to delete this. Love that. I do don't, don't. I, Stand your I, ground. It's just that, dude, they're the <laughs> worst people on earth. And I want no interaction with them. Just, None. That's why you just tweet and just put the phone down. But it's the worst Leave people. the post for them to yeah. see the bout. Oh, they were the worst. Um, you just you just mute the responses. I can't. I, I don't think I could even take VM. I'm not. I'm not at ten thousand. But I can. I don't think I could even take being a micro influencer. It's so annoying. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine it is. Cause it. it anyway. Never mind. Yeah. Um, we've got another video here to react to of an influencer who faked her accent. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a New York accent, but like maybe it's Jersey. Correct me if I'm wrong. Here we go. You have a face full of acne and you just can't seem to figure out how to cover it up? Watch this. I'm sure you'll be seeing me around, but this is one of my favorite buildings. You can come here to hang out with your friends, study, grab a bite to eat. Is applied. I'm going to do tat on the other side. Dallas freaking did it. <laughs> People I'm thought that this was real. A little bit of a quiet taste, okay? Kim Kardashian had this absolutely you have a face. Maybe that's her real accent and she was actually faking it before because she was self-conscious That's what you it. would claim, right? That's what, um, like, a lot of people would point out that Matt Bomer, the actor Matt Bomer, oh, there's a guy who's a thing in acting. He's from Texas and he's worked his whole career to get rid of his Texas accent to allow him to get more roles. Texas accent, I would understand that in Hollywood. Yeah. 
But for TikTok, you're just faking an accent so that people find you charming. My favorite is this guy who like uh, it's it's people who like besmirch pizza and and calzones and cannolis, and he goes this freaking guy like he's like he, he, <laughs> wait, wait wait cannolis unpopular opinion not the they best. suck I know yo I, here we go what's sister. so great about cannolis nothing <laughs> and this and I'm this sorry. guy and this guy, anything's he, better he's like this freaking guy and he's like in calzones the pizza all that stuff great. Cannolis, I don't understand the hype. Calzone is depression pizza. Holy cannoli. Uh, I, I, I like all of it. It's a pizza sandwich and it's like, listen. Strombolis, everything just in different shapes. I really like all that stuff. Cannoli is just a no from me. I'd rather have any other dessert. I, why are Italians I'd rather not, have cheesecake, tiramisu. Why are Italians not fat? Um, they eat less quantity of food. Okay, well. It's also higher quality, yes, but it's less quantity. But they eat pasta all day. Because it's not all day, though. Because they appreciate their food more. I appreciate my food plenty. Uh, Andrina, (laughs) like shovel it in your face. What are you talking about? (laughs) As a New Yorker, that is a Boston slash New England accent. We need Andy here to to talk about it. Where's Andy when you need it? I needed a fact check on that. I don't appreciate my food. I'm not a. What is it? Live to eat person. <laughs> See, I, I, yeah. I don't know what I don't uh, what I dislike more. The people who are like, you shouldn't enjoy eating at all. It should just be seen as a source of fuel. I'm like, shut nah. the fuck up. <laughs> like, go kick rocks. Like, like I don't need to hear you tell Green me what juice. I can or not, li- what I have to like or not like about eating. Those are people who put protein powder in absolutely everything. Ugh. It's got to be fuel, Disgusting. nothing else. All right, we got a. Wait, oh man, we almost made it to four today. We got a couple of super chats there at the end there, Mary. I think just one from just Grofty one. influencer is fake, most likely. PCC, real people. There you go. Uh, and you. that's and uh, the other reason why I would never want to, to be an influencer is like you can't really. Like, how do you go, like, like, imagine, like, one day you just want to become a private person again. I guess you can go back to having a private account, but it's very hard to then separate your real world from the fake world that's been built around your life as an influencer. And I, like, like for me, that's like, you, you say, like, micro-influencer, but in, in skating, that just means that you've, uh, that you know a lot of people in that world. It's not like you're, it's not the same thing, not in the same way. So. Dude, I'm still on the cannoli kick. Yeah. Yeah, people in the chat aren't are mad at you guys for I mean, cannoli takes. I mean, F how off. mad are you? Are you gonna argue with us? Yeah, or? they they want to be. Yeah, they want to be argued. I with, feel like dessert but. has been figured out. Like apple pie, a la mode. Like congrats, enjoy. Like it's that's it. Apple pie isn't my favorite either. <laughs> well, I mean, what it's is your good. favorite? I'd rather have apple pie than cannoli or brownie, a la mode. Yeah. Any anything with ice cream. Chocolate is my chocolate favorite. and ice cream is like you're done. It, you mm-hmm. won. Congrats. Mm-hmm. Um. Anytime, like we would go get food, and Tim would be like, "Does anybody want dessert?" As like, I, I didn't. I'm, I was poor growing up. We didn't get dessert. Like at, at <laughs> like at a re- at home, we got dessert. But if we're at a restaurant, I'm like, that's just over. You know why that's funny? I uh, I think I was at a restaurant uh, with like Tim and a few other people at some point, and then like. I couldn't get alcohol because they wouldn't accept my ID, Hell so yeah. I just got cake instead. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they wouldn't take. Why wouldn't they take your ID? Because they thought it was fake. Because it's yeah, they thought it was fake because it's vertical. I've okay, and they've I've had that vertical. happen. I've had that happen yeah. in Minnesota. I was in um, Indiana or something, and they're like, "Why does your license bend?" <laughs> or is it like Boston or something? Like, because apparently wherever I was at them, it might have been Boston, uh, and like theirs are like like a hard plastic license and like the Minnesota license is holographic and bent. So they're like, this looks fake. And they're like, well, give me my crap. 
dude. Dude, like my two decades ago, my Puerto, decade ago. my Puerto Rican driver's license looks like a botched arson crafts project. <laughs> and that was like government standard. Endorse bread pudding. I love bread pudding. It's such a poverty dessert. It's amazing. Nothing wrong with with that, right? Like a. Uh, I, like now, if I eat dessert, I, I just feel overindulgent. Like if I if I do that, I like, eat d dessert oh, first and rolls. then everything else. And then everything else. Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, we've also got another from Grofty Buck Buck. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. All right. Words to live by. I thought people. I thought more people were going to argue with you guys about cannolis. That's all right. Well, they, people, they're defeated. Oh, that, Chad is always disagreeing with my food takes, and I am undefeated. That that. I bet, I bet you monsters are some pineapple pizza ass <laughs> fools. I have found fools. I have found that a lot of that food seems to be a common place to disagree with uh, in these Slow spaces. Stakes. Yeah, like everyone can agree to disagree on certain things. It is mm -hmm. what it is. All right. Oh, also, I want to point out, like here in in Maryland, when I got my when I got my new license, they don't have your eye color listed on there. And I finally, in the state of Minnesota, was able to get a license that that listed two different color eyes like oh, yeah. because I was just I never knew what to put so I just put blue and neither of my eyes is blue you weren't represented I was not like so, so um, now in in Minnesota you can have what's called dichromatic mm. and I thought it was going to list like hazel and brown like on the license no it just says DIC so my license just said that's dick. just two shades of oh, brown cool. yeah. what the hell <laughs> like, yeah. that, this is like woke brat it's like uh, I get two different color eyes brown and kind of more brown no one's basically gray yeah brett, well you know what you're kind of gray brett is like <laughs> Look at him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah. So like they I am a minority. listed dick on the license because it says DIC based. Nice. Not good. All right, Dane, my friend. Let everyone know where they can find you. Well, you can't. You can't find me at Waffle House for more for bad sure. food takes. Where can they find okay, you? Okay, that's your bad food take. Anyway, uh, at Dane Fawn on Twitter, D A N E F O N T. All right, Mary. Where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived or send me hate on Twitter. That is also Mary Archived. If you want to argue with me about cannolis, send your complaints there. File a complaint with the cannoli department. They're not bad, but they're not exceptional. That's, I agree. Yeah. yeah. All right. Guys, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brett Dasvic on both of those platforms. We are here. Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen rather than watch, we're on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, and Spotify. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, we are on Twitter at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram at PopCultureCrisisPod. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.